my closest friend in the competition. And I want you here more than uh, what? Naomi here, because I'm closer to you, but I also want to be as fair as possible. She's saying she did more work than you. Is that true? Like, I don't want to just take her word and just say, okay, girl, she did a wonderful job. Okay. But do you think that you deserve to say more than her? Or does she deserve to say more than you? I'm emotional, vulnerable. Those are things I don't show. How much of the fantasy can I believe when reality is hitting me in the face, saying, you might be going home today, girl? This is a hard decision. Just do the right thing. What, what, what Just do, you, do the right thing, Yeah, bitch. but what, give me something so I can make a better decision. I deserve to be here. Well, the fantasy has ended. Uh, yeah. Reality has set in. I guess the first question I'll ask you, because it was right at the end of this clip, did Trinity make the right decision um, if she had picked what Latrice picked? Um, yes, yes. I think that she, I think if it, if it comes to pass that Trinity picked Valentina, I, I think she made the right decision because if it comes down to like, okay, everybody has reasons why they should stay or go. And if you could say, well, Naomi doesn't have any wins, but Valentina has more, more, you know, bottom placements, then I think the deal breaker that was for Trinity and is true is that despite all of that, uh, Naomi did more work. And so her work ethic, I think, is what saved her here beyond anything else. Because it's like, okay, yeah, everything else is equal, but like whatever did work about our club night is because of me. Right. So I feel like that. But, but that you is could the fair also decision. you could also argue that because she did eighty percent, that whatever she did do also didn't work. Yeah. Well, you know, I. So the argument is also then from there. Sorry, I'm arguing with myself. Yeah. As I do. Um. Don't eat that. Eat that. Don't eat that. Um. She, Valentina, had she worked harder, or put more into it. Uh, maybe it would have been better. I hear you. I, can, I think it's kind of like when, and I I know this from experience of like when you order some like a piece of like IKEA furniture or IKEA like furniture online, and then you get the instructions and you're like, oh, you need two people to build this, and you're like, well, I'm just one person, so I'm gonna have to just figure this out. And so the construction of the dresser for example, because that was my recent experience, is not perfect, but it's like, well, it's a two-person job. Okay. So I kind of am impressed that the dresser got built at all. Right. You know, and that's how I see this. It's like, you know, nevertheless, she wiggled. Mm. You know, nevertheless, they had a club night. Yeah. So I feel like for a two-person job, for Naomi to have done as much as she did, relatively, that's pretty good. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. I think um, Valentina, throughout the season, um, has been getting this edit that she is a kooky bird and a sweet little soul. Yeah. 100% pure love Easter yeah. egg. Yeah. Easter egg, Hong Kong. I mean, yes, that, that she is this, you know, funny little goose, but I think. And they all love her like secretly. They all not secretly, but like they all have a good relationship with her. Yeah. I think Valentina, the drag queen, but the competitor, I think is, um, it's more duck than goose. You know oh, what I mean? I it's like duck, duck, goose. Goose is the one that gets chosen. Duck's the one that just, Quacks yeah, around, quacks around, yeah. but like doesn't really. I, I think. I think what we saw this week was not. Oh, will Valentina go home? What we saw was charting the. This is why Valentina's like making a full case of why she's not going to the end. I think that her getting 
chosen by Manila and Monet to go home really fucked with her head. Mm -hmm. I think that she got into her head. I think that being a an amazing reality star, because there's some great moments of Valentina, some great yeah. talking heads, some great quotes. Uh, I think all of that got in the way. Like, well, girl, you have to... <laughs> You have to do the challenge too. Yeah, you can't just show up in this like really, really hilarious look, and then and then paint a wall in a sexy way. Right, and you can't try to get away with that and say, "Well, I'm not going to follow the rules." Like I think we talked about this last week that there are certain things that if you're going to participate with this, you have to follow the rules of it. Yeah, you can march to the beat of your own drum any other time, but like. This challenge requires us to do this, this, and this. But if you're just going to, like, get in a pair of panties and a beret and paint one part of the wall for 20 minutes, like, that's not the challenge. <laughs> that's the reality show. Yeah, right. Oh, right. So right. which show do you want to be on, Valentina? Yeah. You have to be on both. And I thought I, she did great being on the reality show. She did great. But I think she's been doing great at the reality show. And I think she's gotten she's done pretty well with the competition in line with that and now we're kind of seeing that like where that splits mm. where at some point you either have to be good at both or better at the competition you have to be like in alaska yeah you know and like drop or, or like even like cameron like, michaels even like monet and monique this week they're like i don't got time for this yeah, like you're shenanigans right. you're right we are we are trading spaces yeah in space <laughs> no, <laughs> but literally trading spaces like the tv show where they make over a house that's yeah exactly yeah, yeah. that's that was what i that's what i meant oh, but then there was it. a space joke in there okay. and in case we had to go there i oh. wanted to bring the space <laughs> the joke astronaut. in case we had to go there sure sure yeah. sure uh yeah no i just i imagine them taking over the property brothers oh, uh, yeah. and them being the property brothers property sisters <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah oh my god i mean that that's a show i could get into sure property yeah. sisters yeah property sisters where they do work for about three hours and then the set designers come in and finish it right exactly <laughs> exactly we we sent three two drag queens in to see what they could do in three hours <laughs> Then we send some professionals in to clean up <laughs> before one of the them, owners get home. Right, one of them painted horizontally. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because God said so, because Jesus. Oh, God, that was such a great moment. Yeah. But back to Valentina. So I, just going through her track record, I think we discussed this maybe last week or the week before. She hasn't been doing that poorly, and Naomi hasn't been doing that poorly. But there's an edit, right? There's a yeah. reality show here that we have to just kind of accept. And right. so if you don't want to accept that Valentina went home, at least accept a that she was great on this season. She was great TV. She's like this diva with a heart of gold. Mm -hmm. Okay, and yeah. a kooky little bird that you just that you can't take your eyes off of her. I mean, you know, I I will say that I don't I don't know if this is a coincidence or not, but when I watched the episode on Friday, eighty five percent of the commercials were for Rent. Right, and I was like, oh, and the first commercial break. Once I saw like three rent commercials in a row and you know how much I, I you know it pleased me to no end you know how that thralls me enthralls me or whatever she says it, <laughs> you know how you know that thrills you know how me that thrills me well I didn't want to get a copyright claim so <laughs> um you know how that thralls me I thought okay this to me seems like and this doesn't seem like a coincidence I this that seems weird to say well they aired the rent commercials tonight because that's tonight Valentina goes home well rent airs tonight Oh, Rent tonight, Live is tonight. tonight. Mm -hmm. I my my friend Adam works on the show, and he was like, "I can fly you out, and you can come see the show." Gross. And it was like literally the worst weekend for me to do it, yeah. and I can't take off on Monday because of a whole slew of other reasons about my job. So I, I I was like, Adam, I'm like the 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 sixth grader in me is screaming and kicking right now, but yeah. I have to be an adult, and I have to know 
that I have two premieres that I have to see on Friday and Saturday. I have Drag Race. I have work all day on Saturday. Like, this isn't, this, I, I can't go. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's this weekend. Yeah. I'm kind of, I was excited at first, and then it hit me. There's so many curse words. There's so much sex and nudity. I'm like, how are they going to get around this? Oh, and yeah. then I'm like, I think this is going to be butchered down. And my friend Carlos texted me. He's like, yeah, watch it not to be about AIDS at all. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. For people living with, living with, living with. Tuberculosis. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I, um, that's a good point. I mean, I'm obviously not very familiar with. Rent, but Angel has chicken pox. Sorry, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Adult chicken pox, Adult, which are really dangerous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shingles. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess they could. I mean, yeah, maybe they could turn it into a whole like anti-vax kind of show. You oh know my what I mean? God. Yeah. No, Mary. <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Um, instead of rent, it's called second mortgage. I mean, so. are they gonna have um, Mimi shooting up? Like, I just can't see this being on, on like. Is it on Fox or NBC? I think it's Fox. I think it's Fox. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I um, I guess we'll find out. I'm excited for Valentina. Well, you know, at the same time, right? Because the stars aligned here where she right. goes home on one uh -huh. show and then she's on this huge platform that's on main TV. Right. We're going to see all of her. It's yeah. a great role. I'm, I'm excited for Valentina. I mean, the timing, I'm not obviously not saying that all of this was done on purpose, but the timing just did seem to sync up perfectly that the week she goes home on Drag Race is the week that she like is on one of the largest platforms a Drag Race girl's been on. And sure. like, what a year for that between like A Star Is Born a and Star's this yeah. and Peppermint on Broadway and like, you know, Ginger Minj was in Dumplin', like, mm. you know, et cetera and so <clears throat> forth. It's like... This is next level. Yeah, Raja on The Simpsons. Raja on The Simpsons playing basically herself. Yeah. It's pretty significant. Yeah, so if if you're a Valentina fan, uh, as we are, I mean, you can <clears throat> be upset that she got she went home, mm -hmm. but like, queens are going to go home. It's, it's just going to how it's going to be. Yeah, it, I mean, that's the name of the fucking game, Adore Delano. Right, yeah. right. Um, untucked credits. Yeah. Right, and if you want to blame the edit or you want to blame whatever, it's like, well, you're screaming into the abyss here because she's... She's made it, Mary. Yeah, exactly. Like she, this, this, yes, she's made it. And I think the message, you know, not to sort of jump the boom, boom gun, but I think the message that uh, Valentina leaves the show with is just like reinforcing that it's like she's had the ruby red slippers on the whole time. Right. She's had it the whole time. So right. like really that's the real lesson. That's like the real journey to go on is to realize that like I actually never needed this to prove anything. So that's all in check. Mm -hmm. And now what am I going to do with it? Yeah. I mean, when she talks in this clip of like, you know, the fantasy meeting the reality and having to face reality. Well, the reality is your fantasy is beautiful. And this is a, a game show. Yeah. Your fantasy, much like your smile, is beautiful. <laughs> um, and yeah, yeah, it's a game show. Yeah. And it's a way. To, it's an ethic, really. It's mm -hmm. just a way to be in the world. Yeah. Um, and you do have to kind of keep it in check. And I don't think that... I think, you know, at the time of the shooting, uh, when the, when she went home, sure, she might have been disappointed. But, like, right. look what's happened since. So I just, yeah. I, yeah. I, I think that when it comes to facing your realities, uh, I think it's important to do. Yeah. And, yeah, stay in the clouds. You just have to be able to go back and forth. Yes. Yeah, I think that's the thing is you have to be able to go back and forth. You have to be consciously in the clouds and consciously on Earth. Um, yeah. I think well, uh, seeing yourself in the clouds. That's what I mean. Right? It's like you know that, like, okay, I'm I'm making this choice because there's a difference between 
choosing your point of view and you know yes and delusion because yeah. that's a real thing it's so funny you bring up that and and i don't know stars aligning right because i was listening to wait wait don't tell me from i think last weekend and conan o'brien was on mm-hmm. and he talks they're like how did how did this happen how did you replace jay leno and he's like well you know uh i just had to be delusional enough yeah to agree to do it yeah i mean because delusional is in some ways in it's in air quotes because what you're you're kind of being deluded against the voices in your head saying you can't exactly. do this exactly so like they're the ones telling you you're crazy you're crazy so you have to say yup you bet i am totally deluded and i'm doing it anyway yeah and it's like a way to because you're never gonna be able to silence that voice right you know right um so you just have to kind of like agree with it and then back out of the room slowly sure yeah sure. homer simpson going <laughs> yes, into the exactly hedge. into the hedge yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 um Bart Simpson walks into the room and then walk, oh no it's grandpa comes in and then, and then out, yes yeah. walks into the, the brothel and yes. then t- takes off his hat puts it on the <laughs> hat rack turns around puts his hat back on and walks yeah, out yeah exactly the, great the brothel is your is you know your your self saboteur exactly right? exactly <laughs> like, hello goodbye anyway gotta go right yeah, right yeah. no I, I I appreciate Valentina she gave us uh, some really great moments I still love her Eartha kit I do too. I think that is, um, it was great. It was such a great, weird, kooky performance. And, you know, I think maybe the reason why it didn't work was a little bit more to do with the format and maybe Snatch Game getting a little old. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think Ariana Grande with Tatiana. I mean, it was the same kind of thing. You know, this week, it was just odd. For some reason, Valentina just didn't have the same energy in the challenge. No. She was very low energy. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I, I don't think that's the character. I mean, you can you can kind of see the division between the character of Valentina and the person a lot more this episode. <clears throat> like I think we see it when she's kind of like when they're when she and Naomi Naomi are talking out what to do and she puts on that baby voice of like, oh. We're cute and they're old and it's like yeah. I'm not I'm not even picking this up off the shelf, Gia, to yeah. even consider the price to buy it. You know? <laughs> like I at this well, point. Yeah, and you then know? when she comes in the next day and and Naomi's like, I'm really excited. We're going to do this. She's like, yeah, I'm saying it too. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to work on this. And I'm just like, whoa. And she's brushing her teeth. Yeah, and she's brushing her teeth. Yeah. I'm like, girl, you are, I don't think you're in a good place you right now. Spun I mean, I was, it would have been really great. And I, I know it's like, woulda, coulda, shoulda. Yeah. Um, it would have been really great if Valentina went full Valentina, like was like climbing the walls. Yeah. Was literally like, I don't know, picking nits off people's heads. Was just acting so kooky and weird and doing the fashion poses that she does if she had um, costume changes like I Mm -hmm. was just waiting for all of that and there wasn't any of that I wonder because I I think that goes to what Michelle was asking for of like wanting more and wanting more and we can talk about that later I I wonder devil's advocate if that would have moved more in the direction of this challenge being more about them being beautiful and less about the party because I think what we see is like what was so successful about Monique and Monet this week, in my opinion, is that they made the party about the guests. They had an energy that wasn't about them mm. and they felt like hosts mm-hmm. and clearly cause they're just really good at it. But, um, whereas I think Naomi and Valentina were doing this thing that was like, it was all about them, but it's like, if you're going to do that almost like as an SNL skit, you got to go 150%. Sure, sure. And that wasn't happening to the point where if it, if they were doing that, everyone knew it was a joke. Right. Because right. they didn't do it enough. It was like, is this real? Yeah. Am I laughing? It was almost as if they were the VIP guests. Yes. Yeah. Talking about Club 96. And there's a way to do that that's really yeah. funny right. and really smart. And I just, 
maybe if both of them were contributing, they could have found it. I think Naomi was channeling a lot of that energy. Club 96. Yeah, yeah. like I, I was like, I know what you're doing. I yeah. know what this is. I got it. It was very much... Um, What's his face uh, from SNL, The yes. Weekend Update? Yes. What's his name? The, Stefan. Stefan. Yeah, totally. And I think it also did have that 90s feeling. It did have like, yeah. it reminded me of like fashion TV from on, they used to have on E or like style TV. They would. It was it was even like Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie. Yes. Like there was that ditzy campiness to it, mm-hmm. which I, I really, I got into. Mm-hmm. And then it just didn't go anywhere. I, in terms of fantasy versus reality, this was the reality, and Valentina, I don't think was was clued in. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> I think that if Valentina was more clued in, I think she and Naomi could have created that fantasy, so to speak, right. more uh, lucidly. What do you think about? Um, we can actually we can talk about it later, but mm-hmm. I'm also curious about the reality that Valentina faced in front of the mirror when she was like, "Yeah, Naomi." Did about eighty percent of things, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We can dive into that. We'll get into in that, that, but moment. yeah. But in uh, in the interim, let's uh, yeah. tell our Marys what they're listening to. Well, they are of course listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Uh, which is of course our <laughs> podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little beady beady TV show. And I'm Betsy Johnson. <laughs> and I'm Barbara Bell Gettys. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyway, folks, we'll talk to you next week. (laughs) Um, And this week, we are, of course, continuing our recap of All Stars 4 with the Queen of Clubs. Yeah, Um, I like that pun. Yeah, Yeah. I thought that was great. I thought, you know, if only Monique had her card dress, you know? Right, Queen of Hearts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, you know, yes, I, uh, I think it gave us one of, one of, like, a guest where it was like, this is, like, Susan Barsh is, like, I don't think I, Suzanne Barsh. Sorry, I slipped on. I like slipped on the ice saying her name. Suzanne Barsh is like the level of guests that I think Drag Race like. That's what raises them to the next level mm. is having Lady Bunny, Suzanne Barsh. Uh, you know, down the line, people like that. I think that what that's what makes sense to me in season eleven mm. versus kind of the. No offense, but you know the Arden Marins of the. Well, I mean, having world. Lady Gaga on was a big gag, and yeah. I think season eleven, you know, there's rumors that Britney Spears is going to be on. Yeah, that's like I a big mean, deal. That's Christina like, Aguilera is even a big deal. Like, I mean, um, yeah. Every now and then we get the level that we want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it's like I agree because I mean, yeah, they, like, having Lady Gaga, having Christina Aguilera, like I think it's only inevitable to have Britney. Um, I think it's great that they're having people who are at that level from that world, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I think mm-hmm. it's one thing for RuPaul to kind of throw in. In the tradition of reading from Paris is Burning, no one knows what he's even saying because they're just waiting for the reads. Right. This is at least, like, a little bit more of, like, you know, you may have heard the name mentioned of Suzanne Barsh. Here's a little bit more information. Sure. Here's a face to a name. Here's a personality. Um, it's a nice way to kind of do some genuine education. Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, and I think the challenge fit i also liked that it was a different challenge it was very much a uh interior designs challenge Mm -hmm. like uh those reality shows where they have to like make over a 20 by 20 foot space and make it over this part of the house Mm -hmm. uh, oh i mean i guess that was like the original trading spaces wasn't it that they did they each get a room or something yeah yeah yeah. and, and they had designers help them yeah right yeah so i i mean this to me felt like an all-star challenge because mm-hmm. there was so much you had to do well and all-star but also 
coming back to like this grassroots idea of like, yep, you got to do everything, girl. Yeah. You are your own production in a in a dress box. That's true. Yeah, I mean a lot. I mean, how many people, queens or otherwise, who are throwing a party? It's like all you have is a space. Yeah, you have this like crazy warehouse mm -hmm. that you have to turn into something. Right, right, and I think that like. I think, a haunted house. A haunted, sorry, sorry, sorry. Exactly. <laughs> I think this was such like an uh, this was such like an elevated version of the like you know um, just the, the standard you know design on a dime kind of challenge. Mm. It's like let's do that times a thousand. Right. Um, with a, with no budget. With yeah. no but yeah with no budget but enough to find an incubator. Oh, questions galore yeah. about that incubator. Yeah, because that's like really specific. <laughs> the, the, the the props guys were probably so proud of it. Oh my god! It's like <laughs> so you guys aren't gonna believe it. But we went to, you know, Mercy West or whatever. <laughs> Turns out this one's got a faulty, you know, uh, thermometer on it. They built that, though. Oh, is that what they, they did? They must have built that. They didn't get that from anywhere. <laughs> it's a medical-grade incubator. <laughs> they have it on Amazon. You're making things up. You Medical-grade. Oh, my God. You can get same-day delivery. Oh, you betcha. Oh. That is, you, you could put a real baby in there if you wanted to. You could warm up a Hot Pocket if you put it on high. Oh, God. Yeah, I have lots of questions. Yeah. Anyway, let's jump into this episode, uh, Queens of Clubs. Um, Latrice thinks she got revenge, even I, though Monique got to stay. I mean, this is more like redemption, right, rather than revenge. Yeah, I, I think this felt... You know, I, I'm not I'm not really buying any of this idea that like I I guess to say at the uh, at the front of all of this that I think the story of of Latrice's triumphant return this episode do not write me letters but feels incredibly forced. I feel like Trinity Taylor and I are the only people saying it. Oh, I see. you know what I mean? It's like sure, and Monique. I guess yes, and Monique. Yes. So Latrice is back. You know, like I just I I and I love Latrice, but like. I loved her on this episode. I I just I felt like she was a solid B plus A minus. Okay, you know. So I don't know. I think it was like, yeah, Latrice did well. But is this the like holy shit return of Latrice Royale? I was like, mm. well, uh, that runway was. was oh, I mean that runway, of oof. course. But and I thought she was cute with the the mother bee. You I, know, I, queen bee. She was she was certainly in her element. I, and having a good time, compare, which I love. But when compare, I see queens having a good time, compare that to Monique and Monet. Though. Well, oh, oh, and I'm not talking about them. But I'm, that's what I'm, I'm not saying. comparing them right now. That's, I'm talking about Latrice right now and how she was. I was like, this is joy. I'm, I'm with this. I guess I feel like, and I know we're jumping ahead, but I feel like having watched Monique and Monet so, like, so in their wheelhouse, it's like so organic, yeah. like so good at this, comfortable with each other, comfortable with each other. Like they just, it was so natural and so fun that when it went to them, the next group, I was like, or you know, Latrice's group. Eventually, I was like, well, I've seen, I've seen a better version of this kind of energy, you know. Okay, um, just my opinions. Yeah, you know? no, I get it. Yeah. Um, the Valentina interrupts Latrice. Uh, there's that whole moment where she says, "Sending me doesn't sending me home doesn't make sense with my fantasy." Mm. And Monique has that great clap back. Well, she can stay home and just have the fantasy. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, people don't want me here. I'm angry at the situation. I'm not giving up. This storyline of Valentina's pride, right, mm. getting in the way, yeah. is I think one we've seen before. Because all Valentina needed to do was just be like, "Whoop, what." Where am I? Where am I? Where, I've lost myself yes. in this creating this reality show. I have to get back to the competition. Mm -hmm. What? 
how can I do that, right? And she's yeah. not doing that because she's like, no, my fantasy is that I'm not going home. Because I think, I don't know if she came in hot thinking that she was going to go to the end. I mean, I think that, I, I think that's probably very possible that she came in knowing that she's a favorite. She right. came in kind of knowing like, oh, if you're going to have Valentina back on All-Stars, you're going to want to have her around for a while. Bring like, her to the end. And yeah. I think that, again, there's a level of that delusion that like is necessary to pull through this because sometimes it's hard I, th- I would imagine to find that like piece of solid ground to say well let me pull myself back to earth here right you know and so i think this is another way to deal with that but um i don't think she had anything grounding her yeah um and uh, believing in your fantasy i think is a really great way as an artist to do things mm-hmm. and we've said this before at nauseam right you but you do need to reflect and i think that in this pressure cooker she just forgot yeah, um, and, yeah. And, and probably got into her head a little mm-hmm. bit. Well, and I think as much as Latrice has come in with all of this pressure that she basically has to kill this to justify staying, Valentina is feeling equal pressure that, like, she has to kill this to justify staying because she knows that, like, she's kind of the next to go otherwise. Mm-hmm. Like, she had to win this episode right. or at least not be in the bottom, um, like to turn this whole thing around totally even if she was safe this week the target would still be on her back yeah it's i just feel like we watched the producers kind of dismantle her pride yes i mean i feel like all of the elements that we saw earlier in the season like having the fashion moment in the workroom and mm-hmm. all of that it's now being seen kind of derisively exactly like Ugh, we're over this Ugh, yeah. enough of that yeah we got monet saying you know valentina no thank you we don't accept that mm-hmm. uh, on her fashion entrance um monet comes coming back as like this commentator talking about latrice uh, mm-hmm. Setting up a, a a false act one gun yes. of like Latrice needs to be in the top every time, mm-hmm. um, and and giving us that moment, and then you know obviously Latrice rises to that occasion. Right, exactly. We'll see what happens next week. Yeah, I mean, I think that was that was such a I don't want to say an obvious act one gun, but it was like okay, so this episode is either about Latrice winning or losing. Yeah. Oh, right. It's one or the other. So I know that she's not going to just be like. Well, and Valentina, who's hanging on by a thread. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, they set this up. Valentina and Latrice. Yeah. What's going to happen? And in some ways, you know, when you watch it again, like, all of the clues are really there. Yeah. I mean, oh, right. All the clues are there that Valentina is going to go home from this, from, like, the moment. I think there's so many just, like, little things. And obviously, we're going to talk about that moment where Latrice calls her out for not showing her emotions. But to me, that felt like the final nail in the coffin. If you're not going to be vulnerable on Drag Race... You're right. going home. Right. You know? Yeah, like, I hear that. You know, I, I think that's, uh, they show all that on purpose. Yeah. You know? Um, just to mention Monet throwing the shade of Valentina, no thank you, we don't accept that. I'm kind of like, that was a funny moment. And let her do whatever she wants to do. She's living She's living her truth. She's being this fashion bunny. It's like, just shut up. Like, leave her alone. I know. I wonder if it, it <laughs> they gets... They probably got a little annoyed. Yeah, they probably got old. Because um, of... if you're working with a cast and somebody's always on stage, right. you're like... Jesus, have right. a fucking conversation with me. Right, right. Can you just like it's like that thing that like we talked about in the Patreon episode with Freckle of like, um, oh, I'll wait until you're done performing. Oh, you know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gay yeah. people, we often have that friend. Right, that, that friend that yeah. just kind of performs for a little bit. Like mm-hmm. I have to finish the the Miranda Priestley quote right. before you can actually have a real interaction with me. Right. So I need yeah. so we yeah, exactly. Like this needs to happen. I need to finish the quote. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I think after a while, Valentina, it's like, oh god with the looks yeah yeah yeah. um jumping into this next day workroom entrance and jumping is definitely the appropriate word because 
Manila is really enthusiastic about <laughs> Latrice's return. I, to me, it's like Latrice is like coming home from work and Manila is like her dog who's like oh. jumping on her. Oh my God. Oh my God. You're home. And Latrice is like, I know. I know. Okay. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Give me, let me put the mail down. I know. Let me okay. go to my old apartment. Yeah, yeah. Like, hold on a second. And Manila's like, you're back. You're back. Oh my God. She's like jumping on her. And it's, you know. She in, already played a dog at Jersey Justice. Ex- ex- <laughs> it's like exactly like you can. Exactly. You can take off the wig. Yeah. Um, you, you, you've been neutered. Uh, I, I think that Manila's excitement and enthusiasm for Latrice returning to the competition is very sweet on paper, but it is um, kind of cringy this episode if I'm going to be real. Okay. It's, yeah. Be it, real. It's fine. Yeah. There's moments where I'm just like, okay, I, we'll get to them. Um, Suzanne Barsh, we know the challenge. Uh, they have to name... They have to create a name for a club. They're the entertainment, the VIP list, drink specials, decor, um, and they have to create this club experience. Um, I will say RuPaul was not in the challenge, uh, which I thought, I don't know why she wasn't in in the challenge. Oh, I didn't even think about that. But I guess maybe it would mean because like RuPaul would have to be in drag for a while and wouldn't be able to like just wear Why? Her- because you know that she doesn't. She wants to do it for like twenty minutes. No, no, no. Why does she need to be in drag? Because she's at the party. Like she, no, she would go. She would just go as a VIP RuPaul Charles. I guess maybe then it would. Then she'd have to get into all her drags afterward. You know what I mean? Well, then no. It was not the same day. No, you're right. Because the girls all had to get into their drags. I'm not buying it, Gia. I Come don't on, know RuPaul. Show up in one of those cute suits. I had. You know, you're right. You're. I don't know. Uh, you're right. No walkthrough. No, you know, it's just like, come on, RuPaul, this is your show. I, you know, yeah, I get it. Very busy true. doing Don't... other things. Well, but anyway. No. Um, so we have to talk about this Monique and Monet brainstorming moment when they come up with Black Hole, which oh, I think yeah. is like a hilarious pun as well. Um, I just, my biggest question is what are they drawing on the poster? <laughs> oh, I know. Well, you know, I, I can see where they're drawing the baby. I was like, okay, so that's the oh, alien right, baby. Oh, right, right, the alien yeah. baby. But at one point, I think one of them, they're talking about beakers, oh, and then like, Renee's <laughs> coloring blue in the corner, and I'm like, okay, those are beakers. <laughs> yeah, okay. I was like, what is this yeah, poster? Yeah. It was so cute. Yeah, I'm Betsy Johnson, yeah. <laughs> I just, I mean, I don't know. I'm a doodler when I'm in a meeting, and so mm-hmm. I'm just like constantly drawing like yeah. my stock things that I draw. Right. And I figure maybe that was just like a doodle board for them, right? A vision right. board. Like, is she gonna start doing that S with the lines? Oh, the Stussy sign. Is it? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Stussy, Stussy. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, I remember people doing that S, but I went to uh, Saint John Vianney SJV, and okay. I always thought that it was just part of. It was an S, bec- you know, that everyone in my class was oh, doing it because of SJV. You weren't cool enough to know why they were I doing. didn't know that that S was like a universal thing that everyone was doing. Oh, wow. I, I, is it anything other than just an S? Isn't it weird that also, I mean, maybe it's just a New Jersey thing, but it's weird that when you were in high school or middle school and when I uh-huh. was, that our peers were doing it. Yeah. Right? Like how, how does something like a doodle like that and how to draw it right. cross school, state, uh, not state, uh, county lines. Right. You know? When there's no way of sharing this information. Right. I mean, this was before AOL. Yeah. This was like, I mean, like we weren't instant messaging these S's right. yet, you know? Was, I, I, that's bizarre to me. Yeah. 
how did that happen? Anyway, black hole mystery. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know what's <laughs> going to happen, Michelle. <laughs> All right, so where do they find this incubator? Did the props make it? Like, did it already exist? I it's mean, not like they brought it. I don't know if they got a medical grade incubator off of Craigslist. I can't verify <laughs> that one way or the other. I don't think Mercy West was just throwing them I out. I just like imagine Monique like talking to the you know the, the head of set construction, being right. like, "We need." We need an incubator. Yeah, so we need an incubator. <laughs> it's just, for an alien baby yeah, that we're going to have in the chat. Big enough for a baby. Is it bigger than the bread box? Yes, it has three heads. Um, I mean, it, like, I guess when I think about that, obviously not knowing the story, I would imagine Monet Exposé, we're going to get the whole story. Oh, I hope so. Sidebar, Monet Exposé is like... Oh, it's great it's watch. It's just so it's great good. Watch. Like, the best thing on the internet this week was Monet eating fruit. It was just so funny. Um, but It I, wasn't the uh, season 11 reveal with Adam Rippon? No, <laughs> it wasn't. In uh, many ways, it was. But anyway, but like, it's not on the internet anymore. No, I'll sure. tell you that much. Oh my god, that was that. Yeah, that that needed to just. <laughs> you know what? I for, I really hope that Lee Dawson saved it so that he can just use it for oh, the rest of his. I life. know all. I mean, there's so many just supercuts of just ums and uhs and like blank stares just, or just like ridiculous situations. Oh, I mean, all of blind it. darts. I, I, I watched bits and pieces of it, but I just I couldn't bear it. I just we'll get to it in nuance. We'll get to it in nuance. So, um, um, but <laughs> anyway, Latrice. Oh, oh continue. Yeah. There's something I don't remember what we were saying, but Monique and Monet uh, with the incubator the incubator. Yes. I don't know how, but I'm, I'm imagining Monet will fill us in. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. right. Monet on the Internet. Yes. Yeah, we love her. Yeah. Um, so. Oh, and then Beakers. They had that idea. Oh, the Beakers. Yeah. yeah. But like the way that they were brainstorming, the way that they were bouncing ideas off of each other, like it was. I mean, you know, it's like name a more iconic duo. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. just so good at working with each other and then listening and building off of each other. And I just felt like this is a great example of, oh, this is a good team. Mm. You know, like this is what it should look like and feel like. What do you think would have happened had Latrice been on their team? You know, I I, I think that Latrice is a – I think that she's just a different energy and is it like a different way of approaching this. I think like – I I don't know. I don't think it would have been as good. I don't think that Latrice would have found that same vibe. I think Latrice would have learned from Jersey Justice. I'm hoping and they would have edited it that way that yeah. like she learned like okay, these are, you know, different types of personalities. Right. And it's probably best for me to insert myself and to, you know, get excited with them. Or they needed to kind of like feature her in a different way. Right. Like right. maybe she has a very kind of like I think maybe about, she's Jupiter that comes out totally yeah. like I think about how like Trinity kind of hosted this but the spelling bee and so there was something that kind of featured her at her best mm. so there could be a moment that features Latrice at her best who knows doing whatever you yeah. know what I mean maybe yeah. maybe hosting the entertainment you know? oh I see yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah They're or being the entertainment you know right right well yeah, yeah I, th I like I think all of them had some sort of interactive thing yeah right? yeah um, Latrice Manila and Trinity speaking of Latrice they come up with this beehive VIB biatches yeah um, Manila is a graphic designer uh, yes. this I forgot uh, yeah. I thought she did a great job designing that space oh yeah no I mean that there was, was like a whole gorgeous drawing of the room yeah and then it like and then it actually happened yeah yeah no that was really really good and um you knew that she meant business because she had that hat on you know that's how right. I was like oh she's a graphic designer guys <laughs> 
and she means business because she's looking around with her furrowed brow and a hat. I you love know? that. Oh, it's just very, very Jonathan on Property Brothers. Oh, is do that... you like Jonathan? Jonathan is the one that does the construction. The construction. Yes. You he's know, the gayer one. He's the gayer one. And then Drew... I mean, I wouldn't kick any of them out of bed. No. I find it also really erotic that they sleep in bunk beds. I'm like, whoa. Wait, I knew that they all lived in the same house. Oh, they have bunk beds. Okay, I have questions. (laughs) So we're going to- They have a third brother. Sure. I mean- Or there's a third brother. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when you say- In bunk beds with the wives there- like I don't know, Mary, but this is like a house that they built for their mother- Right, and with the help of the third and brother, is she in a rocking chair in the basement? <laughs> is she in a fruit cellar? Oh, I, I mean, I'm your mother, because I'm, I'm your mother. <laughs> um, no, uh, but yeah, so they they created their own room and there are bunk beds because they 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 said this like yeah we live in the same house and we have bunk beds. So I don't know about wives. I don't even know if they have wives. Barry. I thought there were girlfriends or wives or something. Maybe, and I'm sure that you know they they but, do whatever they need to do to to get around that, or maybe they don't. Mary, I it's mean, fine. What, <laughs> I mean, they, they have enough time and, and they got enough money. They don't have to share a room. This isn't like the family in Willy Wonka. You know what I mean? Like, who's <laughs> fucking in that house? The floor is too cold to get up, so you got to just lay there and listen to Grandpa trying to get his noodle up, you know? <laughs> Where's that fucking golden ticket? Get the fuck out of here. Fooled you, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> Oh my Fooled you, yeah. didn't I? <laughs> I love that. Um, all right, so Valentina and Naomi, uh, Club ninety six. I, I I thought that them coming up with ideas. I was like, okay, we this didn't is... even resolve the straight this property brother situation. Oh, like oh, well, because there, there's no resolution. We'll never know. No, nope. Mary's let us know. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just gonna like go in my own. I'm gonna have my own French vanilla fantasy about this. <laughs> That it does involve a top and a bottom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> somewhere in the middle. Same. Oh, yeah. Please. Yeah. Um, French vanilla fantasy, speaking of, uh, it's a great tea gif. You know how people always have those like, yes, that's the hot tea. Mm-hmm. Now now we have Valentina drinking from the right. straw. Now is, is French vanilla fantasy, is this just like coffee mate in Folgers? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I don't. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That might have been like the joke that I, like from yeah. the craft services, you know, she puts in the flavor. Right. It yeah. reminds me of it's very like. Um, very like room temperature coffee for grandma in the nursing home. You know what I mean? It has a straw. I could imagine that RuPaul. Well, <laughs> I, I think we do know this about RuPaul that, at least on uh, what's the tea, that she has espresso. Like that's what she drinks. She drinks mm-hmm. like seven shots of espresso a day. Yeah. Um, RuPaul probably gets hers ordered out, right, or oh. brought in from wherever they are. Yeah. And then craft services. I I can't imagine that it's bad, but no. I do know that they serve cereal to their guests because of uh, Gus Kenworthy yeah. was eating cereal during the uh interview. Oh, yeah, well the they team. probably have a little. I could imagine, you know, whenever you walk past like the Law and Order craft service tables like Oh, in New York. Yeah. yeah, you see like there's some fruit and some yogurt yeah. and some bagels and yeah, some pastries. It's simple. It's simple. It's simple. Yeah, yeah. But that's when they're on location. I feel like when you're on a set uh, there's a lot more. There's sandwiches. You're there mm-hmm. for eight hours. Like oh, yeah. you actually have to eat. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Anyway, back um, to the show. Interior Illusions Lounge meets Modern Day Disco. Um, they set up this whole young, glam, and thin versus older and experienced, which I thought was really interesting. Mm-hmm. That they're that we're on a show, especially going into season eleven, where there's nobody under the age of twenty four. There's a lot of queens thirty and up. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And so. 
you have this dichotomy that they're creating and mm-hmm. of course it bites them in the ass because yeah. you need the experience to host this club mm-hmm. uh, and so they chose to go with that and show that clip of us for us uh, of them kind of demarcating where they were right I I just think though that Naomi can sit at the adults table and and keep up with a conversation oh I'm not saying no, that, no, I'm just yeah. saying, I, I know what you're saying and I'm saying that if Naomi had a different partner I think she we wouldn't feel like she was young and inexperienced at all like I never get that vibe from her mm-hmm. I feel like Valentina brought her down because I just feel like Naomi is so much wiser than her years like she just has this energy of someone who's like maybe because she's just like had a lot more life experience you know yeah. she's got tons of siblings I, I, I mean I think at the end of the day though Valentina and Naomi no matter how successful and great they are live and hosting do not have the years and experience hosting mm-hmm. that Trinity, Manila, and Latrice have had. So it's almost like it's like I, if you didn't guess, and I know that last week I didn't guess because mm-hmm. I was going off the edit. But like if you didn't guess that the season queens were gonna win, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that being, I said, felt so stupid. I was like, oh my god, I'm so stupid. Of course they would have won. I mean, yes and no because I think that Manila was kind of off. And I think that okay, Monet and Monique are not that much older than Valentina. Oh, I'm not talking about Monet and Monique, but I am talking about I'm just talking about this moment that they created. With yeah, they're old and they showed them. Yeah, no, I, I hear I, I know what they're kind of creating. I just think the reality was it was like Monet and Monique who are actually the best at this. And I think it was. It seemed in some ways like I, I guess sort of to your point, in some ways, the older queen's approach was a little bit more put on mm. and felt a little out of touch. It was very thematic. Yes. And I think RuPaul and the judges liked that. I think that they liked that mm-hmm. it was everything was be in your face. It was it was very much <clears throat> like doing a club night in drag. Absolutely. Like they they met that challenge. I think what club night, and I don't want to go to any of them because I don't want to go to any club night, but which one would I actually want to be at? Monet and Monique's. That was the one that was the most fun and oh, was the most enjoyable. I liked the Beehive because it looked like there were places to sit. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that was that was maybe the one. Yeah, and, and yeah. you know, there's that sexy beekeeper that was there. Oh, but not, you know. And not, I'm also a really good speller, so I wouldn't have to take off my shirt. Not right. that they'd want me and to. And you've had enough erythromycin in your life to know how to spell it, right, Mary? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, girl. Have some with me. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> um, yeah, I I would have gone to uh, the beehive for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think... Black Hole, I would have been like, oh, no, there's going to be, like, a rave. It's going to be, like, Mr. Black. Like, oh, mm-hmm. it might be, you know, leathery. Like, right. I don't know. I was like, oh, mystery? Not my cup of tea. Yeah, I can't <laughs> see what's in that corner. I um, want to know what my $20 cover charge is covering. Right. Yeah, know? what am I paying for here? <laughs> Turn up the lights. I can't, What am I paying for? I am... Um, I think, also, their drink sounded really good, too. Yeah. Well, I think it's like Monique and Monet were like, if I walked in and they were the hosts and I got welcomed by them, I would feel better. Oh, of course. That would make of me course. feel better. You're right. You're right. And, I, and I'd be like, okay, but like, is there somewhere to sit? Yeah, like, yeah. Monet, come here. I want to sit down. She would have been like, sit on my lap, baby. Yeah, like, yeah. I didn't want to have to I mean, like, can I sit on the incubator? Right, right. <laughs> you can't sit on the incubator. <laughs> uh, put me in there. Yeah, um, yeah, that looks warm. Um, So, okay. So we get the next day, uh, or maybe later that day, they have to paint the space. 
I'm assuming this is like they paint for about three hours. Yeah, I am. Um, and then the set design takes over. Just before we we get into the painting, the one more note I wanted to just have. Oh, sure. Is and I just saw it because I forgot about it. Is there's that moment when the hive is doing they're doing their brainstorming and Manila says, "Well, and we have Latrice Royale, so like everyone's gonna want to be there." And oh. Trinity kind of does this like, "Hmm." Oh. Okay. And that's where she's like, I'm just not buying it. And I wanted oh, to. Right. That's right. Right. She has that whole thing of like, yeah, Latrice, like she's really got to do it. She hasn't really been doing it. And she's just kind of like, Manila is like selling Latrice so hard. And, and Trinity's like, girl, I, I'm just, okay, sure. And I wanted to mention this moment also because I feel like. I'm noticing some like moments happening each episode and I'm realizing that I need to officially be calling them out. I feel like each week there is a queen who is the best supporting actress. We've talked about this every week that, Oh, she's the best supporting actress. I kind of feel like this is becoming an official, like where are the micro moments? Where are the Queens who are giving me best supporting actress moments? Who wins it this week? Uh, This is the first nominee and it's for this moment of Trinity being like, "Uh uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think there are a couple others, but this is, uh, it's just, I love Trini's, she's good in Southern. She won't say it, but you know, like, she's like, okay, well, come over here. I'll tell you the truth, you know? <laughs> so this is the first best supporting actress moment of the episode. All me. right. But anyway, to your point, yeah, they probably, I don't know how much time they have. I can't wait for Monet Expose to be like, yep, we made everything. And right. then we had to learn how to do the corners and the top and the bottom of right. the walls. I made that baby. Yeah, yeah. right, yeah. right. Yeah. I'm just like, and you know, even Monique, I mean, I know these are creative beings, all of them. Mm-hmm. I don't think that this is beyond them, especially if they have the props. But like, time is of the essence as well. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you have an entire set crew people that design props for a living it's like okay you do that while the queens you know have to go to sleep or while they have to go get ready oh absolutely i mean this is kind of like those design shows where like of course when they say we have two hours left and they still have like exposed plumbing it's like no they're they're just creating some drama yeah 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 yeah. it's a reality show yeah the the challenge is not it's not a time-based challenge, so I don't think it's kind of like oh, right. we talk about this with Dragula and Drag Race Thailand. Sometimes they need to back up so they can have a good episode. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's like okay, give them enough time because the the challenge here is not to see how gross the sets right. look. Like I, w- it would have been crazy if Michelle was like, you know, Monet, Monet and Monique. I saw a patch yeah. of wall that was unfinished. Like that'd be so dumb. Yeah, it would yeah. be really dumb. Yeah, yeah. It'd be really um, dumb. And so I think I appreciate that they didn't. I mean, of all the shit they had to do, that that didn't have to be, like, a part of it. Yeah, it was just a great visual gag mm-hmm. to see them in paint suits or Valentina not in one. Yeah. You know, that, that whole moment with Latrice and her so... moose knuckle. Oh, my God. That... You know what a moose knuckle is, oh, of right? Of course I do. Oh, yeah. I love a good moose knuckle. No, I thought the... <laughs> I thought the moose knuckle was was on women or no, no, vaginas. No, 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 no. So that's called. Uh, it's a camel toe. Yeah, sorry, it's a camel toe. Camel toe is the vagina. The moose. Of course, I know a moose yeah, knuckle. Yeah, Latrice create or not Latrice. Valentina creates a really great camel toe moment. That's true. That's in true. her Barbie doll. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's very realistic because there were some Barbie dolls that had underwear on, and some Barbie dolls. See, I'm a pervert, just like Carson mm-hmm. Kresley. Yeah. Um, some Barbie dolls that had you actually saw the V. Oh, see, I I remember seeing them where there was a bit of a like a bit of a mound. Ugh. Oh, it wasn't. Um, uh, so, so yes, some of them had a mound, but others had like a little 
divot and she created the divot which i was like oh girl oh like a little line yeah there's like a little line that goes underneath and i'm like and then of course with ken we just get oh. like this little like lump this little moose knuckle. this little yeah you know <laughs> and, and it's like and how many of us like i'll work with it you know what i mean i'll sure. work with oh, it sure yeah. oh my god of course yeah. this will do pig i loved ken's moose knuckle yeah yeah no i definitely <laughs> my um, new the new i guess i can't really say this but the new president of my company he uh, spoke to the entire staff sitting um, on a chair, uh, wide-legged, and it was like Moose Knuckle City. Oh, and it, yeah. I was like, "What? I have to be paying attention right now." Yeah, and all I'm seeing <laughs> is that is that nectarine in your and, pocket. And he was yeah. up. He was he was raised up, mm. so, like on like a platform right. talking to us. Right. So it was like my eye level was going straight towards his moose knuckle. Right. And I was like, "Well, yeah. if this isn't the story of my life, it's like this little fist going, why I oughta." <laughs> And you're like, why I oughta? <laughs> why I yeah. oughta? Yeah. Why I oughta? <laughs> I oughta. Yeah. Uh, why? Because I got to. Because <laughs> I need a job, bitch. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Latrice, that was a, a great little gag. Yeah. Um, obviously, Valentina painting, you know, with the outfit and then Naomi. Ugh, Naomi has think- a great talking head. Little do y'all know, she asked me if I wanted to wear the same outfit. And I was like, girl, I'm good. Yeah. I was she gonna, laughs. I was going to say here is like low key, great narrator. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Great narrator with the fog. Yeah. And like very conversational and like very just like telling it telling to you straight. Yeah. Naomi, it's like, again, it's very unfortunate she doesn't get enough screen time this season because she's a great narrator. Like she's, I'm like, oh. Whenever I watch this season again, and maybe going back to season eight, I really want to see Naomi as a narrator. It just makes me believe that Naomi is not going to go to the top because she's not getting the edit that she should. I will say this, not to jump ahead, but next week is the makeover challenge. Okay. And obviously that's where Naomi turned the beat around in her season. And I would not be surprised if at the very least she kills this challenge. Like this is what she does best. I think is, is not just like looks and makeup and paint and like all that, but like the concept of a look, like she has a, uh, she's like Manila. She has a real concept and she knows how to translate it. Okay. You know, right. and so I fully believe and expect Naomi to kill next week's challenge and this for to be her turnaround moment. All I right. think to justify her to stay, it would have to happen that next week. Yeah, next week for yeah. sure, because all the other queens have wins. Right. Um, Monet and Monique, the the whole which way do you go? Up and down. That's not the right way. Who says Jesus? Oh, and, and then ro- she does it anyway. Oh, and I wrote it down when, when Mo- Monet says Jesus. Then there's the sound effect. She says Jesus. Boy, oy, 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 oy. It's <laughs> like, uh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was a bit, you know, it was certainly like a little a little sketch. Yeah. Um, we get another Manila moment where she says, my friend Latrice is back. And I need to make sure <laughs> yeah. she shines. You hate it. I hate it because why does she have to keep saying it? Like, we know. <laughs> it's a little bit of, like, Ginger Minge being like, Katya's my best friend. It's like, and Trixie's like, well, un- un- I don't know about that. I mean, <laughs> you know, and so I, I just feel like we know. And it's also interesting because this is not an act. This is like an act two pistol. It's like she says, my goal is to make – my friend shine so she can stay in the competition and that's what she ends up and doing. She does. Yeah. So like she gets part of the prize. She gets part of the prize. Yeah, not for nothing. Yeah. Um 
<clears throat> Valentina goes around and spies on the others, uses that, like, in the talking head, we hear her critiquing all mm-hmm. of the other spaces. Oh, yeah, what did she say? Like, ew, no. Yeah, gross. ew, no, gross. Black Ugh. hole, gross. Um, Valentina's process is very different. My process is what makes me a star. I'm going to be me, and we're going to be the winning team. Uh, you know, perfect fodder for a talking head. Uh, you know, they're asking her questions to say this. Right. Uh, so it's a little dirty. But I also believe that, yeah, her process is different. Um, and her process is what makes her a star. All it, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. And this challenge was gigantic and you couldn't do it alone. And yeah. Naomi proved that because she did it alone. Mm-hmm. And this challenge required things like time management and project management and like all of that kind of like – uh, type A kind of like left brain kind of stuff. Well, they did fine with the aesthetics. Like the aesthetics to me, well, it seems like didn't matter as much. Yeah, but then like that didn't leave them time to get everything else figured out. Like I think, oh, you're right. All, I think you're there were right. so many elements and I think what I've heard about Valentina is that yeah, she'll take forever to finish her makeup. She's always sure. late. She's a details queen. Yeah, and, and, and she's just kind of like in her own world to compare because this isn't necessarily a dig, but like think about how RuPaul talks about doing his makeup. It's a six-hour ordeal of watching the Golden Girls, mm-hmm. talking, laughing, like just kind of like making a day of it. There's nothing wrong with the way Valentina does what she does because RuPaul has a similar process, except someone else does his makeup. But um, it just in in this in this structure in this competition, it just doesn't fit. Yeah, I mean. You're right. Uh, in this structure, it doesn't fit. I will say RuPaul, I would expect, wouldn't be late to a gig. Well, I think it's like you can have a process that's a lot more loosey-goosey, but it still has to work within the confines of the other things you're trying to participate in or the rules of the other things you're trying to participate in. Ru can take six hours. Okay, yeah, because she's created the show. Yeah, and and she can take six hours and start her makeup at 5 a.m. if her gig's not till 2. Right, you know? right. So she knows that. Yeah. You know, where Valentina is not balancing the clouds and the earth here mm. you know i mm, i'm thinking about monique and monet because they got red for their aesthetic the, and, the uh, low and, looks, uh, yeah. and honestly i don't think that i think that they could have won had the judges not been like well i didn't get black hole i got space it's i'm like, like shut the Fuck up. Yeah, well, Tamar, have you ever seen the show? Yeah. Have you ever been to space, Suzanne? Well, yeah, I just feel like they were looking for things. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, they did use the aesthetic. Because I'm thinking about, because I, I, I said, oh, Valentina and Naomi, they didn't have to worry about the aesthetic. It was mm-hmm. more about the challenge. Yeah, I, I think that they had to really push why Val, uh, Latrice needed to win this week. Yeah. It it didn't work for the, yeah. for the story to have Monique and Monet win. But technically, I mean... I think really the only reason they didn't win is because their looks weren't as strong, which is oh, yeah, fair. That's Trini true. Their and, looks weren't. And oh, Latrice's look. Oh. Yeah. And so, like, I get it, but I think, you know, the challenge was 80% the club night, 20% the look. So, it like. Yeah. But it's I mean, interesting because yeah. on All Stars, you don't. You don't really think that the runway, especially this season, the runway hasn't really been a factor. That's the thing is I don't feel like it's been this huge factor. and this Especially week, last week. Yeah, this week I think it became a big factor because they needed it to. They needed it too for so, Latrice. Yeah. Um, Naomi comes in wearing that shirt. Did uh, you notice her shirt? What does it say? It says, like, realizing stuff. 
Oh, I did not see that. <laughs> it's I think, a great shirt. I think when they were painting, her shirt said whatever. So oh, she's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the next day when mm-hmm. they come in, yeah. Um, and this is when she says, you know, oh yeah, working with Valentina was great. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. That I mean, I I really like Naomi here because she is very measured about her shade. She's like, and, and not even shade, but just truth. She's like, well, yeah. I mean. I feel like I was sort of dominant by choice, or not by choice, and right. You know, I think oh, she was not cutting any corners here. No. It was, and even Valentina, she's like, yeah, Naomi did, if not all, but most of the writing. And then she, she admits all of that. She says, "I know him a lot. It's a privilege, but like a curse. I work so differently as an artist." She should talk about being a lot with Eureka, you know, in terms of being a curse, because it's like, yeah, yeah it, it's different. When you're a different person and you want to just march to your own beat, mm-hmm. sometimes it sucks working with that type of queen. It's true. And I think that that is, I mean, in some ways it's kind of, I don't know if it's the price, but I think it's a factor. I think we always celebrate marching to the beat of your own drum and being your own ener- your own agent and following your own energy and all that. But I think the other side of that is, yes, you will conflict with other people who are marching to a different beat and you have to know how to navigate that Mm. and you have to know how to not take that personally when someone's like i don't get what you're doing or change for me yeah Yeah. you have to decide if if, that's worth it or not. exactly and i think you also have to i think that you can't use being a lot as an excuse or a crutch Mm -hmm. i mean i don't want to get into eureka because i don't i think we've talked about her enough but um I don't I don't think Eureka can get past like, well, I'm a lot. It's just because I'm a lot. And it's like, OK, well, then I'm going to make a choice because you don't seem to want to do anything about that. Mm. Like then I'm going to have to make a, a change. You know, I being someone interacting if you with work that. with her, if I worked with her, because that's a lot for me. Yeah. So I think to call it a privilege is is um, appropriate because sometimes sometimes I think people who consider themselves a lot it's like well that's a really nice privilege that we all have to orbit around you yeah, isn't it right yeah right um because you know what I could be a lot if I wanted to be yeah but I choose to be collaborative and, and not be like that. sure yeah so, there's other people in the room yeah I also think you know and when it comes to being a lot as a privilege it's interesting that she uses that word privilege right because you know you could be uh, another type of minority who's a lot and you can't be well, I mean, exactly, right? I think that we see this all the time on Drag Race, where it's like you get like a queen who's super sassy and bitchy, but depending on the color of her skin, you either see her as like the villain or you see her as like, yes, bitch, war. Right. And like facts are facts. That has absolutely happened throughout the seasons. Same thing if you're a bigger queen. If you're a right. bigger queen with if an you're opinion. Exactly. You're just, and Eureka experiences that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like all of those are true. But I think if you're going to have the self-awareness to know you're a lot, then it comes with a responsibility to work with that if you are finding it's holding you back from succeeding. Sure. You know? I, I, yeah. I mean, I haven't interacted with Valentina or seen her off of Drag Race. Um, listening to her interview was very illuminating. Mm-hmm. I do feel like she's doing the best she can and is a really great beautiful queen you know that that has a heart of gold and does everything she can for her fans Mm -hmm. for her culture for you know just latinx power in terms of the media and representation Mm -hmm. she's doing a lot of that and so when she says things like i know i'm a lot it's a privilege but like a curse uh i think it's also a detriment for herself because she's like 
yeah, you know, like I, I just, I'm this type of artist and yeah. it's hard for me to do this and this and this and this and yeah. it sucks, but I get to be this type of artist. Yeah. And that's the other, that's the other side of her saying it's a privilege. It's like a privilege for her to have all of this creative energy, energy and to have this mind that works this way. Like what a privilege to be this unique person. Yeah. But it's also like, yeah, there's, there's, it's a burden. Yeah. I mean, I, she, I can see privilege being both, um, <clears throat> her recognizing, you know, that it is one and her kind of being like, oh, it's a privilege to work with me, you know, because <laughs> she would say that, you know, uh, maybe, maybe. Um, all right. So we have these challenges. Can we take a little potty break before we because I don't know what the bathroom line is going to be at the black hole. Um, <laughs> See you in a little bit, Mary. Yeah. Well, as they say in the famous You're in Town musical, it's a privilege to pee. What privilege. What privilege. We said that after we stopped recording. We couldn't believe we missed that Yeah, Gia Gunn. Gia Uh, Gunn. What privilege. What privilege. Um, All right, so the black hole, they look like weirdos and aliens. Um, I don't know. How do you want to go through these challenges? Just like some highlights or? Uh, Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say is I found that I only had highlights to take. We talked about each of them a little bit anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, And you've all seen the episodes. We need to tell you. I will say, Mary's. A great way to watch the episode again, your second viewing or maybe even your third viewing if you're like me, um, is to watch these challenges with the knowledge that there was no music playing while they filmed this. I mean, that's... There might have been something like low, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I feel like there might have to be something. But we got a lot of audio from like when they were on the microphones or when mm-hmm. like they were like Michelle and, and Carson and Rita and Suzanne were all talking. Right. Like all of that is not like there was no music. Right. Yeah. It's So I, they filmed this. I mean, it's so awkward to think about. Because those moments are a little awkward anyway. Like the like, dancing. The dancing. <laughs> like, you know, the, the background acting of like people. Pre- oh, watching the background people was awesome. People pretending to have a good time <laughs> is sometimes like, oh, like this is painful. Um, you know, obviously, I thought they were both really charming. The In terms of highlights, watching Monique try to hold those martini glasses with those squid fingers. <laughs> Was so funny. It was like, oh girl, oh girl, pass it over, pass those space oohs and space o's over. <laughs> the ooh ah ahs. The, the, the ooh ooh ah ahs and yeah, you ah ah space station. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I appreciated when Monique says, "Why would you do that to me? I thought uh, I was gonna bite my damn oh, hand." Oh yeah, off. that was cute. That was great. They were, I mean, it just, I could have, it felt like I was watching like public access at like 1.30 oh, in the morning. It was so campy. Yeah. So brilliant. It was like ro- the Robin Bird show. It was just, yeah. yeah I it was like. worked this- aesthetically. And I mean like to watch it on film. Yes. Worked aesthetically to be this like, oh, this is a public access commercial. Yeah. And like, and it, it could all be like, I had no problem with it looking really campy because A, it was supposed to. Yeah, yeah, And like, I think that was really smart as well as, hey, we don't have all the time and all the money to make this look really expensive. So kind of to your point- Sometimes things that are expensive are worse. Are worse. (laughs) Just look at Club 96. Um, (laughs) But, you know, I feel like, you know, to your point before, like Michelle pointing out like missing paint or whatnot. So, you know, hypothetically, I think, you know, the the way that they approach this, it let Monique have squid fingers and be like, yeah, of course she does. Yeah. Like, right. and of course they're just rubber squid fingers. Right. Like, I don't need it to look like a full alien fantasy. Exactly. It is almost. Because it's a club. It, it is you're like having an, fun. And it is like an SNL skit. Like, yes. They're, 
I think that's what I liked about this a lot as well is they both were so in on the joke of it all mm. and they were both having such a good time. Monique that, and Monet. Yeah. yeah. That, you know, I feel like there were moments that were scripted and then there were moments that were improvised and they could kind of volley between the two. And it, it was, I mean, I don't know. I just, it was great. I think if the challenge was to create a club night, you'd want to go to, they nailed it, you yeah. know? Yeah, um, well, and the judges, I think, reflected that, too. Yeah, and they had a great time. Yeah. Ish, right? How, yeah. I mean, I don't know how they you They had a great that. time. Because I'm just like, okay, they, they literally filmed bits, right, with yeah. no music on. And yeah. they filmed bits around. They're like, okay, now you have to film this bit, now you have to film this bit, yeah. and then you interact with the VIP lounge. And they, like, did this whole production. And they performed a good time. And so yeah. when they're saying we had a good time, it's like during the filming of your segment, we had a good time. Right, right. Yeah, it's like we found that you were creating segments that we could organically have a good time responding to. Right. Like this took an hour to film. Yeah. And it was yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it was, Beat me up, Scotty. Yeah, yeah, Take right. me away, Calgon. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, to infinity and beyond. Just get me the fuck out of here. To yeah. Trinity and beyond. Yes. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh, um, oh okay. Oh, All right, Matrix. So, um, <laughs> um, all right. So Club 96. Uh, yes. This was an SNL sketch. I thought it was an SNL sketch that they air after the the second time mm-hmm. the musical guest performs. Yeah, this is when the episode might be kind of like... It's like, oh, if there's time, yes. we'll have this sketch in. But it was mm-hmm. in rehearsal and it was kind of meh. So, because it starts off really strong, I thought. Right, and you feel like, oh, I see what they're doing. They're and they're going to give me a 1996 vibe. Yeah, and, they're gonna, and I think it needed specifics. It needed like real specific 1996 vibes. Right, and like and like references. Well, they did the uh, Isaac Mizrahi before foreclosure. So, like more of that. Right, more of those jokes yeah. for sure. Yeah, um, I love the red M M&M and M just for color. You know what that's referencing? Yeah, it's the Valentina thing. Yeah, the rider. Yeah, in her rider. Yeah. Um, I also noticed, and this is another thing to realize, I don't think anybody's actually drinking on set, right? Because Michelle yeah. is drinking, but yeah. Michelle doesn't drink. Oh, yeah, no. I would imagine that for multiple reasons, there, no one's actually drinking. Like, there's no alcohol, right? No. Because like, otherwise it would have been a product placement. Yeah, and I think it's also just like, I, I think even, there'd probably have to be a whole thing with the extras of giving them alcohol. Like, there'd be so, I think... I just feel like there'd be so many complications that, like, why? Like, why bother? Yeah. And also, like, if you're giving them alcohol in three different scenarios. And, like, it literally looked like water yeah. in those I think long it, beakers. I think it, it was. It would have been expensive. Yeah. Sometimes things are expensive. Or so worse. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Let them, fin- let them perform. Let them finish uh, yeah, the line. You can continue the, the conversation. Hey, Mary. Yeah. Um, I did love when Michelle, uh, I, I, it was, like, another time they filmed it. Because it was not while they were next to Michelle. Yeah. But Michelle says, I'm Betsy Johnson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like. They weren't like- there. It was reminiscent of Valentina's roast when Valentina was um, <clears throat> of season nine, the roast of Michelle Visage, and Valentina makes some joke, and Michelle is like, "I'm so confused right now." Like she has a similar response to Valentina right. of like, "What's <laughs> what's going on?" Right now? Like, okay, like okay, whatever. Like she's she's amused by how ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is. It was yeah, an amusing yeah. amusing moment. Um, sell that garment. Sell, sell me, me the garment. Sell me the garment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that uh, was they I, showed that. I feel like the death knell is like when Michelle's face starts to drop a little bit, and then they do that kind of like. Sound effect, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's but when she when a smile starts to fade from Michelle's face, you're done. Right, it's yeah. like Miranda Priestly in The Devil Wears Prada. Yes, it's if she like lowers when she, her, when she when she purses her lips. Yes, yes, and if she lowers her, her glasses at you, yeah. it's over. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I don't have any other things to say except that I love Naomi doing Club 96. Yeah. This is smart. I think mm-hmm. it'll die. It won't be like the meme that it was this week. Yes. But, yes. Uh, this yeah. will be meme of the week. Yeah. It's all. It was yeah. funny. Um, and I thought it was referential. I thought it was halfway there. And, yeah. you know, I think she needed another collaborator. Yeah. And I also think, you know, to kind of go back to Naomi's drag mother, Raven, you go back to the season two uh, book challenge and the idea of like, Promoting the title over and over. Oh, Making right. Sure you get it in there. Yeah, young, yeah, broken, yeah. fabulous. Young, broken, fabulous. Right. She got Club 96 in there over and over, so you right. don't forget the name. Yeah, doesn't Alaska do that in the commercial that she creates? Oh, the, um, is it, uh, the, your makeup is terrible. Your makeup, one. Yes. The, red for filth. Yeah, uh, red for filth. Or then there's the other one. Oh, she did the other one. The All Stars 2 one. Yeah, I yeah. forgot what it was, but uh, it was over was and over and over. Anus? Anus <laughs> thing is possible? I know that was the catchphrase. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I feel like. You know, not for nothing, but that's that. Uh, that was the name I remembered the most mm. was Club Ninety Six. Yeah. So yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, uh, Club Hive. Um, you know, here at All Right Mary, we appreciate every pun. Oh sure, uh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. got plenty of them. I think mm-hmm. Trixie was also appreciating the product placement. <laughs> oh, of oh honey, oh sure, oh honey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I saw the pit stop. Yeah, it was really funny. Um, P.S. The pit stop this week was really good. Oh, I I don't know if I watched it yet. Oh, oh, was she, it with with uh, Vanjie? Oh, yes, I did watch it. Yeah, she, I did. And watch she's it. giving absolute Trisha Paytas realness. Mm-hmm. It was. I mean, I and this isn't just like you know because Trixie's a friend of the podcast, but like she's killing it with. Oh, pit she's stop. doing good with the pit stops. The conversation's been yeah. really good. And Vanjie, it's like I could listen to her talk about anything. Oh yeah. Oh my God, she's just. I like when she disagreed with Trixie. I was like, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. All no, right. I feel like Vanjie doesn't just show up and kind of like do the bit. She like has a real conversation. Sure. Yeah. I also think that, I don't know, Trixie kind of facilitates that too. Like yeah. all of the pit stops have actually been some true reflect- reflection. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, we're going to stop jerking Trixie off. Yeah. It must be all that all right, Mary, you know. <laughs> She's just... She might come. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and we like to edge our queen. Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> It's like relevant to a conversation we had before we started record- recording that we're not going to get into. We're here. not getting into that. No, maybe uh. on Patreon. I don't know. <laughs> maybe OnlyFans. Just our Only Marys will get Marys. that story. Um, uh, the cra- <laughs> no pun intended. Well, girl, don't bring it up. <laughs> you brought it up. In the you podcast. brought it up. I can't. All I said was common edging. Uh, yeah, and that's all it takes. <laughs> I mean, it takes a little bit more than that. Let me be honest with you. <laughs> Takes a lot more than that. You can take a lot more than I can, that. Yeah, Let's absolutely, be honest. Absolutely. Let's be honest. Yeah, call your cousin. I can take more than that. That's so nice. <laughs> oh my god, my cousin is like wanted for murder. Not your cousin. I just mean like call somebody. Like you're gonna need a bigger boat. You know, <laughs> gonna need a bigger butt. <laughs> you got one of those. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sitting on a secret yeah, over absolutely. there. It ain't no secret. It ain't no secret. <laughs> well, it's not yeah. that little. It's an open secret. <laughs> uh, fall into the gape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make America gape again. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> uh, if only we had, like, 
access to create merch cheaply. I know. I mean, we do. We do. We do. do. We... I, I yes, I can make. I I just need to pull it out. I know, but I I like tote bags a lot. But like, there's other things that I want. I too. can make t-shirts. All right, Mary, make, make America a... gape again. I'm gonna make America gape. I'm doing that all. I'm I'm doing that already. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. Are you? Yeah. All right, Mary. Uh, um, all right. So, <laughs> sorry, Mary. This was a long tangent. <laughs> sorry. On, that started with edging. Yeah. Um, well, that's usually how it starts, right? <laughs> it never ends. It just never fucking ends, does it? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. Man. 16-year-old pastimes. Right? Um, I know. It's like that song from Lamb Chops. <laughs> <laughs> this is the dong that never ends. Uh, Charlie horse. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to get one. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, right, oh my Mary. God. All right. R.I.P. Sherry Lewis. Sher- is that, was it Sherry Lewis? It was yeah, Sherry Lewis. Sherry Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie. Yeah. Oh Lamb Chop. yeah. Lamb Chop is great. Yeah. She did all the voices. Yeah. No. Sh- Sherry she, Lewis. Why aren't we doing a Patreon on Sherry Lewis? I know. See, I know. Yeah. We should totally do uh, an All Right Sherry. Yeah. All Right Sherry. All Right Sherry. Sorry, Sherry baby. Um, so Club Hive, I, I, I really like the aesthetic. I thought this was great. I would have been at this club because you could sit down. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, and obviously the sexy bee beekeeper. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved all the bee puns. I thought that they did a great job at just using that joke over and over and they over did. with everything. They Marge Simpson Chanel downed that joke yes. they reused it multiple ways i thought the spelling bee was very clever the spelling bee was very clever i will say the optics of that were problematic not that they meant it right because the person that they used to spell the word honey was a skinny asian person and then the one that they gave you know the long erythromycin long complicated word to was the muscly mask guy Sure. And no. it's like the I know that they didn't mean it and I'm a wet blanket, but I just want to point out the optics of that situation. It's like, why don't we want to see the cute little Twinkie guy take off his shirt, you know? Yeah, no. But it, you know, it, then there would have been things to sign. So I I get all of it's that. It's a fair th- it's a fair thing of, hey, while you're watching drag race, here's a perspective if you want to look. Sure. I I'm not I'm yeah, not That's not all I'm saying. I'm I just feel like it's just because they needed to have the pit crew member be the one who stripped well, it. Of course. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I get all of it. But that. I know what you're but saying. Optics, like, well, yes. what would be the problem with having some? I get it. Right. I, I hear you. Right. I mean, I think that goes to like diversifying what the pit crew looks like. Oh, for sure. Is it having like a bear on the pit crew, yeah, for example? Exactly. Oh, can you imagine if they had just like some hairy fucking oh, bear? Some gorgeous piece of meat. Oh, my God. Talk about edging. I mean, <laughs> Christ. Like. Uh. There'll be no edges in sight. No, yeah, um, yeah. Snatched my edges. Yeah, I'll tell you exactly. what. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I I did like the idea of a strip spelling bee contest. Like I do hope that that happens. Yeah, yeah. Um. But you know you have to sign up to be able to do it. And I don't think that they should fix the competition. You know what I mean? What? How do you mean? Oh, like oh, that they give someone a ba- a difficult word, and easy words, because well, they don't want us. You know what I well, mean? I think that was like the joke. I think I know that was the joke, but I'm saying if this is done in real life, oh, in real it's life, like don't course. fucking do that. No, of course. Like everybody should. Like I want to see everybody's butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I came butt. to the ass contest. Yeah, show exactly. me all of the ass. Show me all of them. Yeah. yeah, like you know, I'm here in space. Show me Uranus. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. right. I didn't right. come here for Pluto. Oh, yeah. you didn't? No. Oh, I, I came. For for Jupiter yeah. I came all over Jupiter Yeah I bet you did I bet you did um, My Mercury's rising The Saturn around <laughs> the And go home low Sorry <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm your Venus. Oh, <laughs> I think something's on fire. <laughs> oh, the Milky Way is oh. ending. Oh, okay, um, so yeah, so the best part of this entire episode for me was release the bees. Yeah, that was that was. That, I laughed out loud. It so reminded cringy. me of the Oprah gift. Of course, I mean that's what I figured. We I were. thought it was so funny, and I loved how some people didn't get the memo. To to scream and and swat away yes, bees. It, oh, it was so great. It was so weird. It was, <laughs> it was like it made me think of like a really low budget. Like there's this movie called Birdemic, and it's this it's supposed to be one of like the worst movies, but it's just like this very poorly produced, um, you know, nature gone amuck movie about birds attacking people. Oh, and it's like, I mean, Marys who've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Marys who haven't, Google it, but. It feels like there's moments like this where not everybody knows that the um, birds we're going to add in later are attacking right now. Right. Or they're attacking from the left, not the right. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like when you're watching a stage show and they're supposed to be on a ship and like mm-hmm. some people aren't doing the yes. background choreo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Some people forget. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Uh, so, yes, I uh, that, that's where my, those are my feelings on the bees. Oh well, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought it was the bee's knees. I bet you did. Yeah. Um, well, I've I, been missing it like honey. Yeah, um, <laughs> it wasn't pollen me in any certain direction. <laughs> I. Uh... <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, we won't even go into it. There were enough in this episode. Yeah. Um. So we have this plastic runway. Um. Do you know? Um. Rita Ora? I know the name Rita Ora. I also was thinking of Orita potatoes. Oh, the whole time, right? Whole yeah, time. I was just like, I'm oh, a kind. You done it again. Oh, oh. Rita Ora, you done it again. We used a Rita Ora song uh, That's right. as a last chance lip sync. That's right. Um, girls, which is very controversial um, in some parts of the world. Why is that? Well, because it's it's very pro woman. Oh, um, gross. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> I can't believe we used it. Ugh, delete that episode. It's uh, like the chorus is sometimes I just want to kiss girls, girls, girls. Red wine, I just want to kiss girls, girls, girls. Sometimes I just want to kiss girls, girls, girls. Um, you know, I tamed she it and then I named the it. I put the lion in the cage. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's a great lip sync song. Um, yeah. I wish that they would have used some Rita Ora in this episode. I mean, that's, yeah, right. I mean, they did it for Pam Tillis. Yeah, Pam uh, Tillis. Pam Tillis got it. I don't know. I'm surprised. It would have been that song, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she was a great guest on What's the Tea. Oh. Uh, Suzanne was also like, oh, this is fabulous. Yeah. And Rita Ora was fabulous as well. I think I started listening to it, so I I was only only got into the Suzanne Barsh part. Where, oh, okay. I mean, yeah, she's just oh, like God. Hearing her just like so openly, oh, and she's pushing the pussy, the, yeah. the balls out of her pussy. Right. And like she's just talking so the openly. Sixty nine like of them. It yeah. Was that long. We were outside on the sidewalk. Yeah, it's like she, she it's like, God, what a what a life. What and what a perspective and what a way of like walking through the world. Yeah, and she has done so much yeah, for yeah. the gay community. Like so much during the eighties. Like it was it's amazing that we have that figure still alive. Still, still working, still, still creating parties. Yeah, like now on our TV. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's it's pretty incredible. Um I was not like I was familiar with her, but I wasn't like super familiar, and I feel like this was if this was kind of a formal introduction in a way, it was like, oh, okay, I get a feel for you now. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah. And she's born in 1952, Mary. Yeah, it's nuts. Like she's she's still doing this, yeah. and she yeah. looks incredible. Yeah, she looks incredible. Yeah, 
um, and um, she feels incredible. It, oh, great. Yeah, like Loved she just her. is like, what a what a cool energy to have in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so this runway, you ready? Uh, yes, I I'm just looking. Oh, I just I took the note of when Suzanne Barsh said an honor, like the way she says that is just so beautiful. Uh, and oh, and I guess I just have to mention. Um, because Michelle, it was just such a cute mom joke moment where she says, I hope I don't get carded. <laughs> and she does it like that. I hope I don't get carded. Yeah, it was, it very was just mom. such a mom joke. Yeah. It was adorable. Celebrate Michelle. She was yeah. so cute this yeah. episode. There, she was so cute, and I can't believe the producers did her dirty with Valentina. But oh, we'll I get know. we'll get we'll get into that. Yeah. That was like whoops. Yeah. Um, um yeah, yeah. Yes. All of those like grindy, ratchety kind of noises. Yeah. Um, all right, so Latrice. Comes yeah. out with a bang. Yeah. We've been pining for Latrice to have a different look on the runway. Yeah. And we get anal beads. Yeah. I said that if they did like a porno version of Toy Story called Sex Toy Story, <laughs> she would be like the anal beads character. <laughs> the purple people eater. Yes. The purple ass eater. Yes. The purple ass eater. <laughs> I've been called that a few times. Ah! Um, <laughs> By your mother. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> By your uncle, um, and so um, oh, you wish, yeah, um, yeah. So no, so for me, this was like grimace meets the purple ghost from Pac Man. Yes, yes, you know? yes. I um, and it's I feel like this is like a specific designer. I feel like I've seen this like this design before with the like. Like this oh, very specific sure, one, sure. Um, but I'm not. You know. It reminds me. I mean, I know Vivacious had a similar kind of like goes mm-hmm. over the head kind of thing. Yeah, and there's we're gonna see a look. We see a quick preview of it next week of Monique. There's some big eyeball. Oh look right, that yeah, looks... that, and she she I think she makes it blink. Oh, with get her arm. out! I didn't even. Know yeah, that. she makes it blink with her arm because there's the eyelash on her arm. Oh, Is, I mean Monique. Ah, oh, I can't. I can't. Um. So so yeah, but anyway, this look. I mean, hats off because it looks really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I also appreciated it not just because of obviously the size and amazingness of it, mm-hmm. but and that it was uncomfortable. But it was during a club challenge, mm-hmm. so that kind of worked. Yeah, and yeah. Also, it's like mildly kinky. Yes. No. I. It, it's a. It was perfect in that. Yes, it feels like a club kid look. It does have a kinky vibe. Yeah, because, and she's yeah. she's this, you know this very large drag queen mm-hmm. doing a very sexual look, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, I loved here it. for it. It was one of my favorite Latrice looks. I think. Yeah, it was. I don't great. think this can be topped, and who would want to top? I, I mean, I, you could try, but luckily they're progressive beads, so <laughs> you can take your time. That's really the best way to go. You can feel a sense of accomplishment. Oh my god! You know, it encourages you to open up a little. Progressive. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, every hole has a goal. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Even the second one, you know what I mean? Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Gays know what's up. There's the porch door, know. and then there's the inner front door. Oh, oh, that's what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I'm talking about... Oh, because okay. I've never done anal beads. Oh, I'm just talking about butt sex, girl. Oh, yeah, okay, butt yeah, sex. Yeah, yeah. Butt sex. Um, there's two doors. Yes, there's two doors. keep out the draft. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the winner? One of them's called the mudroom, Mary. <laughs> Not in my house. We take our shoes off outside. Not on my house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not in my ass. <laughs> Not in my Not ass. In my ass. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Change that gif immediately. Yeah, not, not in, in my ass. ass. <laughs> oh man. 
Oh, that's one of my favorite gifts yeah. ever. That's Ayanla Van Zandt. Yes. We didn't wait. We, we I, I meant to talk about that from Snatch Game. That's who I thought Monet should play. Oh. That's Ayanla Van Zandt. Oh, right? Oh, I, I, I like after oh, we recorded, I'm like, oh, that's Ayanla. Mary, that's anyway. fabulous. All right, so Manila looking, uh, looking for. Looking like a little Latin a little boy. Baby. <laughs> Sorry. Looking like a little what? A little Latin boy in a dress. <laughs> They, oh yeah. They said that oh, they said stop. that on pit stop. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. John Lugazamo realness. Yeah, I said that it was little Latin boy in a dress meets the bag of bags under my sink. Oh, oh, sure, right. I'm looking at them right now. They're right Every, under there. Everybody has a bag of bags. A bag under of the bags. Sink. I mean, I yeah. use them for cat poop. You know? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I use them for that. I use them for my recycling. Yeah. I mean, I've always, even before I had Marco, I always had a bag of bags under the sink. Yeah. And I feel like she did this challenge. Well, because you can't just throw them away. You know, no. we're New Yorkers. We gotta I gotta use them. Yeah, I use it. Use it. Yeah, I love that you use cellophane and I went to Mr. Cellophane for gold. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just looked right through her. So. Sure, yeah. Um, oh, whenever I think of that song. So did I, the judges. So did the judges, yeah. <laughs> Safe. Yeah, she, she got the Mimi on first. Like, Uh-oh, we sure. have a tie this week and it's not Mimi. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I uh, I was just gonna say something and I totally forgot. Was uh, it Chicago? Or? No, yes, it was. Whenever I think of Mr. Cellophane, I think of that performance I saw at Nightgowns of the Drag King who did Mr. Cellophane. Oh, and it was devastating. And I was like, Oh wow! Oh, oh this is like, don't don't drag kings. Right, like right. this just is incredible. Yeah, like, you know what sure. I mean? Like it was right, perfect sure. drag king. Song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you know, like, oh, that's yeah. What a what oh, an interesting performance of masculinity. I wish you would remember the name of the drag king. I can look it up okay. because I mean I, I remember the night I was there, so I'll look at the cast list. Okay, it was great. Um, yeah, Mr. Cellophane should have been my name. Yeah, um, Trinity, uh, Bubblegum Realness. I have so many. Bazooka Joanne, <laughs> Big League Chew Better Work, <laughs> Bubble Bum. Extra, <laughs> juicy fruit, and finally <laughs> trident the tucktail. I tried him. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm the chicken chitlet. Chicklet. You know. I just chewed up. Yeah. yeah. Bazooka Joanne was. Uh, that was probably Bazooka Joanne. Bazooka Joanne. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bazooka Joe. Bazooka Joanne. I. I mean, this look was so cool. It was cool. It was so yeah. cool. I, it wasn't huge and out there, but it was no. conceptual and different. Her hair was different. Yeah. I yeah. just think it was. It was so different from so many other looks that we've seen. Did it match the plastic theme because it was made of plastic? Or was she referencing something that was plastic, like gum being part plastic? I, I, I think it's just that it was made of plastic. And okay. I got the impression right. that it was splattered gum. Um, which, I mean... I mean, whenever they mention that, I, Trinity's laugh during the judging was yeah. hilarious. Which... <laughs> Which well, let, and let's just like, and I yeah, I love that moment because there's a micro moment of RuPaul laughing at her laughing. Yeah, right, right. It's just like it, there's no need for it. Yeah. narratively, it's just a cute moment. Well, that's why Trinity's going to the end. Yeah, it's because RuPaul thinks she's a hoot. Yes, but um, just to just to roll back the prices for a hot second, um, does Latrice's look count if it's latex, not plastic? Ooh, right. Like just to kind of because I feel like. I think it's plastic fantasy, right? I hear you, but I mean, there was a latex runway once. And, I see what you're saying. And this, maybe, I I think now going back. I think you're splitting hairs. But I, well, it's all stars. I think it's fair to be like, okay, but it's it's a great latex look. Yeah, but like, it, it exudes this idea of plastic and Let, fake. If you're going to call out the spelling bee, then I'm going to call right, out Mary, the traces. All right, Mary, that's fine. Latrice, I'm, 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 not, I'm not saying – I'm, I'm just trying to banter back, I Mary. know, but I, I – So I, don't get so upset. Don't get your panties in a bunch, Mary. Oh, I think somebody needs to go visit that anal bead toy. 
<laughs> and that somebody is me. Um, <laughs> are you feeling fussy? Some people need a Snickers bar. I just oh. need some progressive beads. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Progressive Bees. Yeah, it's like, oh, why are you fussy? Do you need to eat something? You need to eat something? Opposite. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I need something to go in me. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I need something to eat me. (laughs) All right, Mary. Um, You know, I see what you're saying about Latrice, but like to me, that reads just as much plastic. And it was the the size. Oh, it's incredible. She had the whole thing come down to the floor. Like Mm -hmm. it was, it was great. Gowns down down to the floor. Yes, yes. yes. I uh, Big hair gowns to the flow. Yeah, we're my drag race crown. Yeah. That's my Trinity Taylor. Uh, Or Trinity. Trinity uh, K. Trinity K. Bonnet. Bonnet, Bonnet, excuse me. Trinity K. Bennett. Um, (laughs) Tracy Bennett. I, uh, yes, no, I'm just splitting hairs. Um, uh, I can read your thoughts right now. Sorry, I'm the fan moment. Oh. Um, so Naomi, uh, discuss. That's my pun. Sorry. Oh <laughs> God! Oh God! Uh, oh. Neon yellow hair and the shrug. I, the look was the look was high fashion. Yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, I wrote down this was like my gay aesthetic when I was twelve. Like I remember when I was like first discovering that I was gay discovering because it was just waiting there for me to figure it out and i feel like and that was around 96 wasn't it yes yeah yes so, Club 95. so uh, yeah so it was kind of like I, I remember the time wanting like an inflatable chair and mm-hmm. wanting like lava lamps la- I, I had to lava i lamps. had a lava lamp as uh-huh. well i yeah. like all of that i listened to a lot of like cheesy dance music i mean like <laughs> two princes oh beyond i was listening to like i mean two princes yes mm-hmm. um but we're talking like like Euro dance compilations that I was buying on cassette from like nobody beats the whiz. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Um, so like really strange stuff, uh, that I, maybe we'll do a nuance sometime on like music we listened to as a kid. Oh my God. Cause there's some, there's some bops. Mine are really gay. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> I, I've got some, I got some definitely by curious at the very least. Sure. I had a lot of beach boys in my life, a lot of um oldies from Yeah, but what'd you listen to? <laughs> Touche. <laughs> um oh yeah, so Naomi, did you like the dress then? I mean, I, I don't know if I liked it. I don't know if I um, you know, but the thing with Naomi is whenever I don't like it, I'm it's like, oh so I must not get it. Yeah. It's so graphic that I was like, all right, th- yeah. she looks fucking phenomenal. Show off the legs work. Yeah, I yeah. think if I don't like it, it's because I don't get it. That's right. What I, I thought it was better than two of the others. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't the worst look. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Valentina. Valentina. Um, yeah. So great crotch. I think I mentioned this. Like mm-hmm. that is like a nuance where I'm like, oh, yep. She she did the Barbie thing. She, nice pubis. Yes. Yes. Nice pubis. <laughs> um, you know, I took the note because I suddenly remembered because I also and we'll talk about this in a second but this is where the comment that Monique makes of I, I she's Venezuelan Barbie like she makes that comment about uh, Valentina like a few episodes ago they clearly pulled it from this oh. moment she, like they made it look like she was critiquing Valentina well I know she's this she's that she's Val- Venezuelan Barbie I see and when we talked about it at that episode I said well I think the reason Monique is saying that is because she played Miss Venezuela in Snatch Game and you did you pulled a Michelle I pulled a Michelle Michelle and I got Mandela affected yeah. because I completely forgot that it wasn't Miss Venezuela Col- Miss Colombia it was Miss Colombia yeah so I, when that happened to Michelle I was like 
Yeah, I'm. Really? I, I get it. Yeah. Um, I will say this reminded me of Trixie in season seven with a nude illusion when she came out looking like a Barbie doll. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. <clears throat> and I think the only thing that I could critique about Valentina's look is that like. Yeah, bring it all the way up, girl. Do the shoulder bends. Do the knee bends. Do like, the hinges. Like, yeah. okay, like give us the whole Barbie. I agree. I think that the the idea was cool. the look, The look wasn't bad, but I agree. I want. I think when Trixie did it, I feel like I got more of a sense that there were Barbie. The Barbie thing. Yeah. And, yeah. and she did the she did the movements. Valentina did the movements and mm-hmm. everything. But I was like, well, you go further. Right. Do more. Um. Yeah. Um, Monette, uh, we get another gladiator reference. Yeah, I called this look Bobarella. Because, <laughs> you know, Bob the Drag Bob Queen. The drag queen. Um, what, did, what did you think of this look? I liked it shoulder up. I liked her whole shoulder moment. Uh-huh. I thought that was great. Uh, and again, below the shoulder, you know, bust down. Mm-hmm. Not a bust down. Oh, do you know what that term means? Bust down, like being bust. Like, like... No, like when you call somebody a bust down. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, Mary's. Maybe this is a Chicago term. Uh, anyway, a bus down. Oh, it's so dirty and it's so mean. But basically, like, if you think about a bus in Chicago, right? Like, oh. they're long routes. And so you go down the street a little bit. You pick up some people, let some people off, go down the street. Next stop, next stop. A bus down is like the party bottom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they bust down the whole party. Yeah, they're, they're just going stop to stop. It's like, oh, who are you? Oh, you're the bust down? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, bitch, you, you're just a bust down. You're collecting tonight? One of my students explained to me, this was over 10 years ago now, Um, said, uh, oh, yeah, bust down. It's like, you know, when you go to a party and, you know, uh, there's that girl and she sucks off the whole basketball team and the coach too. Yeah, <laughs> but, like, if she's having a good time, like, is anyone mad at the bus down? Oh, oh! I mean, consent is a is the separate conversation yeah. from that. But yeah, no. But like, if you call somebody a bus down, like it's like, mm-hmm. no, that is an insult. Yeah, if someone called me a bus down, I'd be like, you were there on Friday. Like there were there <laughs> How are did you know there are um, flyers, uh, neighborhood parties for kids. You know, something for them to do so they're not getting into gangs and mm-hmm. not getting into drugs and whatever. And on the flyer are the list of rules, right? So it'll be like, no this, no this, no this, no bus down. Really? Like it's a it's like. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm I I have a I mean maybe it's for a whole other episode. I have so many thoughts about that. Anyway, so bust down. Um I was I I don't know if I got it. Maybe I didn't get to look at it enough. It looked very um crystally and plasticky and I was like, "Okay, mm-hmm. all right, work." Yeah, I, I didn't it wasn't Her my, face was gorgeous. I mean, her face is always gorgeous. Her her like neck up, you know, shoulders up. She's always just like perfect. Um yeah, I don't know if I got this look. I, I didn't know. Sometimes these looks on the runway, it's hard to tell. It's clear, so you can't really see the nuances. It seemed like it seemed like maybe, I don't know, there was something about it that, that wasn't working for me, but I, I don't know. I don't know, but at the end of the day, like whatever. It's Monet. <laughs> pizza queen. Pizza queen. Um, She's which a pizza we, queen. We, we keep getting questions about what a pizza queen we did. is. I tweeted back about that. So and, and just to clarify, a pizza queen and how I put it on Twitter is like this is a queen that like regardless of how she does in a challenge or on the runway, we still love her because we love pizza. Yeah. And it, it's usually it's never bad. It's like this is always delivering. This is yeah. always great. 
And even if somebody's look isn't isn't perfect or their performance isn't great, their inner star power, the thing we love about them is still shining through. Exactly. Like Monet. They can make she can make everything work. Yeah, like her look Same with the trees. could be a little bit off, but I love Monet. I love the energy. I love the the drag character. I love the boy underneath the makeup. Mm-hmm. Um I just think there's so much there that I like. Right. That I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah. I still love pizza. Yeah, it's uh it you know, I don't think there's anything shady about it. No. And, and I think it doesn't mean we don't like lose our minds when they kill it right oh for sure we just never we don't become fair-weathered friends when they don't i mean there's some amazing exactly Mm -hmm. exactly that's that's true yeah um yeah no i mean there's some amazing pizza out there oh there's such good pizza and you know what? and And i recognize when it's amazing yeah but i'm not mad if it's mama celeste i'm like listen i'm still gonna eat it mama celeste face up mama celeste face down oh um a job Give me some money. Monique comes out in this Josephine Baker look. Uh, I don't know what the look is referencing. I'm not going to pretend to. uh, But I do love any look where plastic bananas are dangling from a belt. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, apparently the look was not very appealing. Oh, God. I'm somewhat familiar with the Josephine Baker look. I meant to look it up just to kind of refresh my memory. But I feel like seeing her and knowing that was the reference, I'm like, oh, okay, I've seen it before. I know what she's doing. The, the idea is great, but yeah, I definitely think the the execution wasn't solid. In some ways, I kind of feel like, um, oh, so the note that I took, I said that Monique and Manila were the highs and the lows of a mini challenge sponsored by Edible Arrangements because mm. it was just like plastic and fruit. Sure. And I, I think that if that was the challenge was fake fruit, then Manila killed it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, something didn't work about this look. Uh, Miss Vanjie said it's like going to Fridays and getting four crayons to color with. Oh. <laughs> and that was, you know, these were the four colors. Yes. A little shady. I don't know if she said Fridays, but that's where I went. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fridays. Did they give... I guess some of them did. They would give you a cup of crayons and a and a kid's menu. Oh, you say crayons. Crayons. C-R-A-N-S. Uh, crayons. Crayon. I, I can't... Weirdo. I can't hear it. I told you. I, I, that makes no sense to You me. don't know shit. It's crystal. girls. Um... Okay, so yeah, I guess the only thing to mention here in, during the deliberation was the well. There's two things: Michelle with the snatch game character and Miss Columbia, and mixing it up. They, I mean, it was an interesting moment for them to show. Yeah, it was like they, I, they could have easily cut that. Yeah, but I don't know the fact that I had the exact same confusion. Um, okay, I was. I, I guess I didn't question it because I was like, yeah, I know. Why did she? Oh. I don't know, yeah. Miss Columbia. That was such a moment with like the tears. Oh, it was I just remember that moment in the media. I mean, I remember it's it's just so weird that like it never registered to me that like it was that it was not Miss Venezuela. I mean, I don't know. I guess seeing the sash, I just kind of you know that that visual thing where it's like you see it's all the words and the first and the last letter are in the right place, but all the letters yeah, yeah, in the I middle. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And like you can still read it. Right. I think Michelle and I did the same thing. We saw a sash and a crown in Valentina. Yeah. It's Berenstain Bears. It's Berenstain Bears. Mandela effect. Yeah. Or just kind of like I saw the details and I filled in the rest of the, you know, or I saw the, the skeleton and I sure. filled in the details. And you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but even, yeah, I don't know. I When she came down, I was like, Oh, you did this for Snatch Game. That was not where I went. Yeah, that's um, where I did. Yeah. Um, I I also thought this was weird when um Carson is 
saying like, oh yeah, I look at the genitalia and Michelle has this moment where she's like, what is wrong with you, perv? Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. What did you say before we started recording? That's like saying like... Oh, like like looking at porn. Oh, or, right. Yeah, like everybody does. Everybody has like, or it's like just like shaming somebody's, yeah, their curiosity or their sexual desire or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's like when, you know, when you're growing up as a child, it's like, yeah, you look. Where else you know, are you going to look? Exactly. Yeah, unless, you know, you're trying to beat the parental controls on AOL like I was, which was very difficult. <laughs> well, luckily, I set up my own AOL because my parents just, like, had no idea. Oh, I used to, in high school, I used to think of those kids I knew who, like, their parents were not, you know, hip on that. And, like, they were able to just... That was me. Yeah, I did not have that. Files, done. Yeah. Ugh, I was just, like, there I was. Like, You've got I, me. I found one. I, guys, I found one. I found one. I found a gallery that's not getting blocked. And, oh, you know, wow. And then I'd have to, like, then I'd go back a week later, and it was, like... Oh man! Oh my God! It was such an operation, <laughs> such an operation. Um. All right. So, uh. So I mean, I Michelle calls Monique's look no, uh, no Sveen Baker. Oh, that was such a moment. Yeah. I liked that. Whoever said flat bananas? I think uh, Suzanne called them flat. Said I think it was the flat bananas, and I just like that expression, flat bananas. Um. Sure. Um. um I like them a little round. Sure. <laughs> sure. Um. I like them a little green. Uh. I also just want to mention, and we don't have to go into a whole tangent, but I, I think it's kind of cute when someone uses stupid as a compliment. Like, oh my God, that was oh, so stupid. Oh, stupid fun. I think that's when someone laughs and says you're so stupid, I think is a cute compliment. I, laughing and saying you're so stupid is, to me, I never read that as like, like something that I feel good about. It's, but it's like if it's stupid fun or it was stupid hard or, oh, that was, you know, stupid good. I feel like it's, I feel like that it, meal you made was super stupid tasty. Like I get that. But I like think, just stupid is stupid. I think it's an inflection stupid thing. Stupid is a stupid does. I think it's an inflection thing. I think it's okay. something that I've. Intention. And I've heard people use it. I feel like it's a specific kind of like turn of phrase. I don't want to equate it to when people would use gay as like dumb or gay as bad, mm -hmm. but I feel like the way Michelle says, Oh my God, you're so stupid. It's kind of like, it's like laugh. It's a way of laughing at someone being ridiculous. It's oh, not I see. actually calling them stupid. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I get it. I thought that was just like very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I see what you're saying. I just, I don't know. There's something about that word where yeah. I'm like, well, that's an, that's a choice yeah. when it's alone. Um, mm -hmm. but anyway, um, so, Latrice and Trinity are on the top. Obviously, Naomi and Valentina are on the bottom. Um, I I wrote down after having almost been eliminated. I'm not in a very vulnerable position. Um, I don't know why I wrote that down. Oh, maybe that was Valentina, but I meant to write. I'm in a very vulnerable position. Oh yes, I'm in a very vulnerable. That's when they're talking on the couch. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We a Trinity obviously is weighing between friend and report card. And she says, like, I keep forgetting about Naomi. I can't lie and say that I don't agree because sometimes yeah. I do forget about Naomi. But mm -hmm. I don't know if I mean, Trinity obviously is feeling that in the workroom. Me as an audience member, I have I'm at the mercy of the producers and the edits. Mm -hmm. And I'm also forgetting about her. Yeah. I mean, it just goes to show you that, like, <clears throat> we could be saying, oh, you know, Naomi's getting this like edit where she's not getting any screen time. But if Trinity is feeling that way in the unedited version of all of this, then it stands to reason that like Naomi for one reason or the other isn't she's, it, this isn't like some vendetta against Naomi Smalls right, and I right. give her screen time. Um, and part of it could just be that Naomi, um, she, she's not, she's just more relaxed. She's more chill. She's not so over the top. She's 
not a Monique Hart. She's not trying to capitalize on the airtime, mm, you know? And mm-hmm. I think um, when you do get into, like, talking heads with her, moments with her, interactions, they feel really organic and are really, like, good TV. Mm-hmm. But she's, you know, she. I think she's just focused on the competition. Yeah. You know? Yeah, she's trying to do a good job. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything else, really, that we haven't talked about already uh, with with that. I mean, the only other thing that I guess we haven't talked about too much, which I don't know if we need to get into so much. We just love Latrice. Yeah. When she says, if you show your emotions, you're not any less. I mean, this is another reason why we have Latrice on our television screen. Yeah. And, you know, and it's like that's one of those moments that we obviously it's all right, Mary. I mean, people may have thought, oh, that's going to be the clip of the week because it's so, you know, Something it's I kind. think, yeah, it's something that we appreciate and we want. I wish see more that, of. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I wish that Farah had gotten that, and you know, she got that whole edit about how she cries too much. That's crazy, right? Yeah, it's to crazy. like Farah's getting that edit and are getting that message, and then we just keep repeatedly being shown that it's okay to cry. Right. Manila, Manila couldn't pull her shit together right. forever. You know, all of them are crying at a certain point. Right. And then here, it's like here is Valentina doing exactly what they all told Farah she was supposed to do, and it's like no, 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 show it, show your tears, like. This is like, it, it's it's an interesting. It to me, it's like, oh god, you know, the queer community has such a difficult relationship with their emotions. Mm. You know what I mean? Like this when so, it's okay to cry. This so exemplifies the problem with the emo- with emotional intelligence in the queer community. Yeah, and like the not that people, there's a double standard, and not that people aren't allowed. Are, are not that people don't have emotional intelligence, but I don't think they're allowing themselves to access it always. I see what you're know? saying. Yeah, especially. Especially in the gay community, yeah, uh, gay male community. Yes, to be specific. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's this. I don't know. It's like uh, you're either not emotional enough or you're too emotional. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I <clears throat> we could do a whole nuance episode. How many times have I been told, "Oh, you're you're just so sensitive," or "Stop being so sensitive." Mm-hmm. It's like I I can't win. I just can't win. Right. Because and- if I'm not sensitive enough. Then I then I'm like not really like I'm so constricted, you know, right? And I think the idea of like I think that we are obviously all in control like our emotions are under our control They don't drive but um, It's just weird to tell someone oh be less sensitive Bitch if I could control that don't you think I would right, it's like I'm working on it Yeah, do you really want to do you really think I want to walk around in this world feeling like my nervous system system is on the outside of my skin? Yeah, no Well, and that's why like Gia stirring the pot when she says oh don't be so sensitive to Monique mm-hmm. I mean that is what you say to people to get them going yeah. like you say you say things like don't be so sensitive or what's the other one? Oh, calm, calm down. down. Yeah. Calm down. Yeah. Calm yeah. down. Calm down. I mean, yes, those are the things that if you say either of those to me, it's just like, it, you know, it, it, it's you and a date are hereby, you know, invited to Carrie's prom. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, refreshments will be served through the fire hose. Oh, man. So delicious. Mm, delicious. <laughs> um, another great quote from this before we move on. Um, all I can say is that no matter what. We're still in our heels. Which, you know, I'll give her that. The bitch still wore them. She's right. Yeah. Um, The lip sync. You know, I mean, I do want to say before we get to the stage, I I feel like Trinity, I love that there's the voice over her saying, like, I'm, you know, trying to balance my integrity. And while we see her, like, walking up to the lipsticks as this, like, (laughs) Glenn Close succubus, (laughs) you know? (laughs) It's like the uh, you don't watch Harry Potter, but no. uh, there's in the first one, um, Voldemort is attached to one of the characters' heads. Spoiler alert! Oh, um, and he's just like this gross thing. And then um, in the seventh book, you see like a gross 
thing uh, at King's Cross Station. Marys that are Harry Potter fans know what I'm talking yeah. about. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, Mary Potters. Yeah. Mary Potters. Yeah, um, yeah it was uh, it was like, okay, we're going to have, you know, we're going to have one of those reveals. Yeah. Um, I do just want to mention, because it, I think, let's be fair and, and factual here, Latrice brought out the fucking boots again. Oh. Again. Oh. Now you can win in those boots. Didn't notice. Yeah, now you can win in those boots. Okay, good for her. Yeah. Um, all I wrote down is Latrice rolls through this lip sync. <laughs> I I said that Trinity... And Trinity w- hobbles through it. Trinity was a rotisserie chicken with a mind of her own. Um, yeah, no, Latrice... Uh, here's the thing. I think... I didn't, I didn't look at Latrice enough because I was distracted by what Trinity was doing, good or bad. And I don't know if that means for a winning lip sync, but for, she was just bringing this like Jerry Blank meets Ellen Bernstein, Bernstein from Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, yeah. She I mean, Maybe she needs to put the red dress on. Yeah, uh, it's a little weird. Uh, you know, I we have seen, we saw Shangela do something like this. Body suits, We've yeah, seen Carmen Carrera. We, yes, Carmen Carrera. We've seen this before. I'm not going to get into a discussion of like, you know, we, we did with- Body positivity. Bo- yeah, and and grotesquerie of all. I, yeah, I, they didn't blur those nipples. They, they didn't blur those nipples. I was offended. And some could say those boobs are maybe more realistic than some of the other boobs they've blurred. You know right, what I mean? Right. Boobs hang. Yeah. Uh, they're called boobs they're hang. They're called boobs hang. <laughs> There's no, like, skeletal structure to them going. You know, they just got mind of their own. I, you know, I think... I'm okay with not seeing this kind of reveal again because it's just not fresh. I, she she had two sight gags, mm-hmm. right? The one where she hobbles up mm-hmm. and then it was done. Yeah. And then when she opens it up and it's like, right. old people and bodies. Yeah. And then she just like swing the boobs around. And, and I'm with Monet that like it didn't really fit the song. And I think if you're going to do this, maybe that's worth considering. Like yeah. I think – Maybe there was something else she could have done that fit this song. I don't know what it would have been. Yeah. Um, but I. Latrice, I, uh, she did it like a professional. I think Latrice. And maybe Trini also knew, you know, I'm not going to win this. Yeah, maybe she's this like. Is, this is. I see the writing on the wall. Latrice. This is a this, this is, is her a Latrice episode exactly. I yeah. think Trinity's not stupid, and she probably also doesn't want to be responsible for sending, sending Valentina, Valentina home. Exactly. Like think of the backlash that Latrice is getting. Exactly. Um, Has she gotten any? I haven't. Uh, yeah, I've been I think so. Spoilers. Of course, I think anytime people can send death threats and be racist and awful, they will. They because they they just need a channel for their pain, I guess. But because um, I just don't know why else. Um, I think Latrice was fine, except for when she rolled on the floor. I think that if someone else was lip syncing against her and did something else and more, they would have won. Yeah. Um, I just, I thought Latrice was fine. Oh yeah, she was fine. And I think it was Trinity who didn't, you know, didn't turn it, turn it out. Yeah. I just, I, I did not come out of this lip syncing like, oh man, Latrice killed it. Right. And I also was like, I'm glad Trinity didn't win it. Yeah. No. And I think for the story, I think for the reality TV show, yeah. this was what needed to give happen. Give it to Latrice. She's got a wedding to pay for. She has a wedding to yeah, pay for. Yeah. Come on, give it to her. And that's five grand in your pocket. It also, they'll, they'll take the rest out of taxes. Well, they'll take the rest out of taxes. But this also meant Latrice. And it's interesting that Latrice and Trinity are the top two because they are also the top two nominees for Best Supporting Actress. Oh, okay. 
Yes, so, because we have this moment. Because we have, specifically, because I like to get to those micro moments. Yes, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about, I think. It's that, I mean, it's, I'm, it's like that scene in Precious when she's like, I didn't know it was going to be this. I didn't know it was going to be like this. I didn't know it was going to be this hard. That self-interruption. Right, oh, God. Right, There's, right. Things I love. Talking through tears. Self-interruption. Yes. Oh, like yes. fragments. Yeah, just fragments. Fragments. So through sniffles. Um, Using a facial expression to finish a sentence. Uh-huh. Oh, my uh-huh. God. Oh. Yeah, I hear you. Oh, I'm losing my mind right now. I'm with you. Um, so Latrice, I mean... I still think Monique's was better in terms of like oh, talking through tears. Sickening. She she yeah. is sickening. Yeah. Um. But this was really good. Yeah. This was some good crying. Oh, and it was crying. Oh, not fake. Yeah. Not yeah, fake. Not fake. But, and Valentina cried. Yeah. No, it was great. But Latrice, I believed it. I felt it. I also feel in some ways that if somebody is going to send home the favorite, it might as well be another favorite. Okay. Just yeah. To, it's almost like they set that up. Yes. That yeah. like, at least there's enough people who love Latrice though. I guess some people have shifted a bit this season. Because, Why? Because she's like aware of her greatness. Yeah, exactly. Because God forbid. God, it's like BB Zahra Benet. It's like, Oh, she's, um, she's not being humble and sweet. She's actually owning her, you know, fabulousness. Yeah. But you know, again, some people are allowed to do that and some are not. That's right. It depends how they look. That's right. Um, did you believe Rue acting shocked and angry with the glare? No. I it was mean, edited. It was, I mean, you know, someone tweeted us like the, yeah, the yeah, look yeah. in her eye and it was like, yeah, it was like, I changed the entire <laughs> season, the whole schedule because Valentino almost went home. How dare you? I saw an angel. I saw an angel. In rent. Yeah. <laughs> On Fox Live Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern. It's been heavily butchered. <laughs> Oh my god I'll cover you (laughs) It's just the flu now Only thing to do is jump over the moon (laughs) Sorry Um so yeah, so but I did love the the shocked because you know she has to do that. She has to, <gasps> but she, she knew who she picked. She knew she's, she's a producer. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I I just uh, I and I just I love the way that Latrice said Valentina. I just, oh. just all of it was. Valentina. I think Latrice won Best Supporting Actress this week. Okay, so did Valentina get nominated for Best Actress? Because she was on stage the entire time she got eliminated. From when she turns to walk over to Latrice, mm-hmm. has that beautiful moment with yes. Latrice. Yes, And then she's just playing going home. And then... Oh, I left with a crown. Let mm-hmm. it be known. Love that. Bitch, let it, but, but bitch, let but it be bitch, known. Steps let it be known. Steps back onto yes. the stage for a second. But bitch, let it be known. Oh, but bitch, yeah, one more her thing. Her rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's her show. Yeah, it's her oh, show. Oh, it's her show. Um, And then when the doors open, she even has that grand march around the corner, mm-hmm. which you don't normally see, like, she has profile and then front on. Yes. And then the lipstick top pull, it's like... Oh, the whole thing. Yeah. She is performing an exit. Oh, it's fabulous. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, she writes on the mirror, one of the best mirror Mm -hmm. messages. It was like, oh, I have to pack. Oh, I have to pack. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Oh, I have to pack. And I love the (laughs) the way she said, it's so much shit, It's so much shit. It's so much shit. (laughs) It's so much shit. There was some, obviously, there was some meme or something on the Reddit that, of course, that was the punchline. You can imagine what the... Oh, it's so much. Was, oh, yeah. I see something. Something, something, something lower me- rung. Something Mexican food something related. Brown shoe. <laughs> yeah, Mary. something. Yeah, something brown shoe. Disgusting. Yeah, Shh. yeah. Brown word. Disgusting. Um, I want to say that for next week, I thought for 
when the ca- the guest judges were announced, Ellen Pompeo, I'm like, Grey's Anatomy, they're going to do a whole medical mm-hmm. thing. No, she's there for the the Judy makeover. I know, I know. So was, I guess it's Felicity Huffman's going to do the acting challenge. There hasn't been an acting challenge Felicity yet. Felicity Huffman's going to be on? Yeah, Mary. Shut up. Yeah, Mary. Transamerica star Felicity Huffman. Oof. You ever seen that movie? Um, Mary... When, yes, when she very, cries, very problematic. And the, oh, I know. But when the drool comes out, when she cries, you can't <laughs> can't take that away from Felicity. I mean, if Viola's gonna have boogers, Felicity gets drool. Yeah, well, I know it is problematic, but I'm just giving her that moment. Anyway, uh, I I do want to say though, when and I this is so I, I you know I maybe I had a, a bit of alcohol in me, but when they said that this week's episode was dedicated to Judy Garland, I was like. And I definitely got like welled up a little. I was like, Judy Garland, a whole episode. Now watch. They're going to have like two fucking seconds no, on No, they her. won't have anything. Nothing. It's just called It's best just so they Judy's. can call it, so they can have Best Judy. Exactly, Mary. But I thought, oh, sorry. let there be some, you know. Let there be. Sorry, that's my. Is that from Rent? Children of Eden. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> that's how much I know about Rent. Uh, but let there be some real Judy in there. Let there be some. Nope. Well, Maybe oh. there'll be a Wizard of Oz runway. Something. Something. I don't know, but it's gonna. But they have to look like family, so we'll see. Yeah, and oh, great. One's gonna look like Liza. One's gonna look like Judy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just wish it was more. Yeah. I know it's not gonna be Judy. Judy uh, related. Judy yeah, it's not gonna be Judy related at all. I just. I I envision that either Latrice, Manila, or Naomi are going home next. I think. I could see it being Naomi, even though you're like, this is her challenge to win. I also think it's her challenge to lose. Yeah. Um, and also, speaking of lose, Manila Luzon. I just, her edit has has deteriorated. I agree. She's, I mean, like. And wouldn't it be great if Latrice kept going? I don't know. There's something about me that's loving that she's, you know, going to be back. Yeah. I mean, based on like the, the quote unquote spoiler tea I heard, it officially is no longer true because it had Valentina in the top four. So like, oh, you heard spoiler tea. Well, that like way earlier on. Oh, I like, see. Like beginning I see. of the season, like way before anything started. Well, maybe they'll bring her back. Maybe something crazy will happen. I maybe don't know. somebody will drop out, you know. Oh god. You know, I could see and obviously I don't want this, but I could see Monet maybe because like, you know, going home. I could see, you know, she went home for the, you know, makeover look in her season. Well, it's a redemption moment. It could be. I mean, yeah. we also kind of see moments of like uh, she in the shouldn't pre- have gone home. in the preview of her painting her friends and Monique being like, "Did you ever see powder?" Oh, right. So yeah. sometimes there, I, that's like a twist. Yeah, yeah. And and the little bit I saw of Monique, I was like, "You don't send a queen home with that look." Okay. So yeah, right, right. With but this. yeah, so yeah. I don't want. I I would be fine with Manila going. Yeah. Well, Marys, if you have any thoughts on this week's episode or next week's episode, um, you can reach out to us at All Right Mary uh, on Twitter, or you can email us at All Right Mary Podcast at gmail.com, or find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com. Uh, and of course, I'm on Instagram at Johnny also. And you can get more of me on my podcast, In the Details, a celebration of nuance. I just put out an episode with my thoughts on the Best Actress and, of course, Best Supporting Actress nominees for the Oscars this year. So um, Tony Collette is not on that list, obviously. Um, and you can, of course, uh, get in touch with me on Twitter at Colin Drucker. And you can get more of both of us at patreon.com backslash allrightmary. Whereas a Matreon, you know, now you, you can be getting bonus episodes, videos, hot takes, mm. maybe a story about edging <laughs> maybe maybe um and if you also want more of us and you're in the portland area uh, pacific northwest we are part of the listen up uh portland podcast festival that's happening on the weekend of february 15th 
our show is on is at four thirty at Hotel Deluxe on Sunday. February 17th and yes. I believe tickets are $10 mm-hmm. um, there's also lots of podcasts going on that uh, weekend yeah. um, I'm sure s- Friday night we'll try to find some local bar to watch Drake's oh yeah because it's we'll, gonna be the finale yeah and we'll be making some videos uh, mm-hmm. and yeah and we are interviewing Darcel. yes the Guinness World Rec- Record oldest working drag queen working drag queen yeah. um, and if Portland Marys if you're in the area we want to meet you we want to it would be great especially to go see Drag Race on Friday yeah where like, do we go wouldn't it be cool to like all watch it together somewhere <gasps> oh my god so let us and if that place has seating that would be oh great. yeah we need seating Seat. and if there's mozzarella sticks like we wouldn't be mad about it if you're a long time mirror you know you know how we are if you could <laughs> and if you don't know just email us we'll help you out sure yeah uh, well with that Marys we have a last chance lip sync mm-hmm. um I thought this would be appropriate for this week because there's only pure love for Valentina. Mm-hmm. I also uh, believe in Club 96 as like a moment from the 90s. Mm-hmm. So my pick for Last Chance Lip Sync is 100% Pure Love by the cool Crystal Waters. Oh, which is also appropriate because Latrice is back to the middle and around again. <laughs> You were waiting two hours to say that. I almost to made me. that before the episode, and I was like, oh, no, no, I gotta save it. I gotta save it. <laughs> All right, Marys. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks so much for listening, and we will see you next week or uh, for our nuanced episode on season 11 cast reveal. So, yeah. From the back to the middle and around again.